I don't know what you do to your recording each week, but you seem to always change it. What do you mean? But there always seems to be an issue with people hearing us in your chat. No, I actually never change it unless somebody tells me to. Because mm. I'm I'm the guy I'm the guy that once you know I got it working, I leave it the hell alone. <laughs> you do not. No, no, I do Last now. Week. I didn't before, but I do now. Yes, Last sir. Last week, people were complaining that they heard us louder than you, and you. Yeah, in the OBS. See, you keep fiddling with OBS, OBS, JBS. Because they freaking told me they couldn't hear you. All the SISs and GBS. I'm gonna SIS your face. Before we get started, I, I need to check a few things with you. Can you? Can you? Can you guys hear this? Mm -mm. I'm gonna say no. Oh, was that a squeak? Can, can you hear me playing Destiny? Right now, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm just going to swap to my controller. Can you hear this? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Hang on a second. I, I need a few snacks. I you home with talking and eating at the same time. Have a banana. Does that help? I don't have <laughs> yeah, really get it in there. <laughs> Can you hear me putting this in the Welcome. bin on the other side of the room? Welcome to Aunt You're not on the other side of the Destiny. room. You lie. Mm. I just, I just want to check that my microphone does pick up that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. So just for clarification, Respawn, your microphone is the same as mine, so it picks up that kind of stuff. Actually, no. I don't use... I use the... And he's gone. Who? Who? Who was I just telling this week what? that Respawn will randomly kidding. have a new setup or a new microphone or be in a new city? What are you talking about? Like, not... I, didn't... I don't I don't hear him anymore. I don't know where he went. He tried to convince me of that a couple of minutes ago before you got in here. He was Respawn, like, I no, no, I do not this. have anything completely different. I was like, no, even last week, people in your chat were saying that they could hear me and Parody louder than you. And then he went, no, no, no. Oh, apart from last week, I, I changed it up. And now he's completely gone. I'm not gone. Oh, He's... there you are. You're back. <sighs> well, now we've got that out of the way. Yeah. Let's talk to the robot and see what's happening. Mm -hmm. What robot? <laughs> God. Добро пожаловать, Кумриц. Туту Тайтинс и Хантер. А Destiny 2 подкаст. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news and opinions. This is the лучший show for new and veteran apikunne alike. Where we share tips, tricks and tools to help you succeed and enjoy the game even more. Now you know what we do. Let me introduce you to my comrades in arms. The Zdorovo Perauti. The stream in America is no one response in real life. And the class and удивительный До свидания. So we are here again for another week of Destiny Talk. As we are 50 weeks of the year, you know, the odd couple of weeks off to talk about rubbish at Christmas. So the the, the, the rest of it is 50 weeks of Destiny Talk. With me, talk. Night Demon. Respawn over there. Yep. Playing with his microphone and parody oh. over in the other what? corner. I'm not, not catching it. Microphone. There was clicks going on. What is it? 
I don't. I, I. I. I haven't even done anything. I haven't even touched the keyboard. I'm just sitting here frustrated, and you're like, you can hear clicks. What? <laughs> I haven't touched anything. Maybe it's parody clicking. No, it's not. My keyboard sounds like this. I just got a soft one. Yeah. <laughs> soft that just sounded apple. so wrong. <laughs> Ready to rest my fingers on. <laughs> so shall we start this uh, this train wreck? Off with uh, the first thing that happened. Yet. It's no, not I think wreck. it is. I think it. Well, the, the, that okay. opening is pretty train wrecky. I'm very upset. Very, very astutely upset. Okay. Well, well don't worry, because yeah. I have just, I have just the thing to cure all of your ills. All of your ills cured in one simple hotfix. Really? Yeah, one simple hotfix came out the very end of January, the thirty first. Hotfix six six dot three dot zero dot seven. Mm -hmm. To fix an issue where the security drone 01 from the Operation Seraph Shield was not visible to players who hadn't completed enough Beyond Light campaign missions. So apparently that drone took a personal if you hadn't finished Beyond Light. You're now able to get your deep sight weapons from these seasonal vendors daily instead of weekly. So that's always good times. Increased Iron Banner rank gains, doubled the multipliers from wearing the gear, halved the multipliers from completing challenges, and significantly increased the multiplier for wearing an Iron Banner emblem so lots of good gains in iron banner they did not however give you any less number of blowouts the number of blowout rocket launchers you will receive has been quadrupled just in case you didn't have enough from last time they did add a quitter protection to the competitive division of crucible the rocket launcher when you said blowout i thought you meant like mercies nope oh. i said blowout rocket launcher yeah the rocket launchers okay. all the blowout rocket launchers your players completing matches at the end of losses where one or more teammates were missing from the start of the match will no longer resort, or I'm sorry, will no longer result in a division point loss in competitive. And uh, they fixed an issue where the full auto setting could occasionally stop firing while the trigger was held, thus making it a little less full auto. And another issue with the full auto setting when all turned on, the auto loading charge based weapon after emptying the magazine allowed you to shoot with, without a slight charge delay. So that's now back because ammo still a thing. And finally, they fixed an issue where the dialogue prompt at the end of the initial Enigma crafting quest would fail to advance. So if you're trying to craft an Enigma, now maybe it should work. They have not, mm. however, still fixed, from what I've seen, the bounty board. So if you're trying to talk to that, y you can't. It was a trick. It was all a lie. The cake is a lie. Mm -hmm. It's always been a lie. It's all Savathun's lying, lying to us. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's who it was, because didn't Savathun get a hold of their Twitter at one point? Now Savathun's mm -hmm. got a hold of the evidence board and just turned that off and gone, hey, Guardians, if you wander over here, you can have other glaives, and it's just a trick. She's broken it. Apparently, they have, really, they have really easy password. I think Bungie's password is Bungie1, because Savathun's gotten into it, Telesto's gotten into it. I mean, apparently, their Twitter is not very secure. Telesto didn't even need a password. Telesto was ingrained <laughs> in it. It was built on Telesto. Yeah. Bungie's Twitter was built on Telesto. That's it. So, yeah, we, we, we started the week with a good hotfix. Mm -hmm. A good hotfix this week, where it nothing went involve. down for 24 hours, which was good. Yeah, didn't have to roll back the game, didn't have to undo it, didn't have to go... Remember that hotfix we put in? Yeah, it turns out that was a real bad plan. So, yeah. yeah, it's been it's been a pretty good week, you know, based on last week. Oh, Iron Banner is Y'all saying Night Demon's quiet. Y'all suck. I hate you Are you so filtering much. for the number of U's in words? Because <laughs> if you're filtering those extra U's, that might be the problem. 
Could be. What I learned is you can bring a 1440 hunter into PvP and it goes about the same as a regular hunter, as you'd expect. Well, it's because light level doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. Although it does feel like you can put an entire clip of ammo into someone and it just doesn't quite hit the same, but that could just Bro, be that's just Iron Banner. Titan. <laughs> That could be Ropey Banner as people have been putting it. Broken Banner? Is it bad? Ropey Banner. Oh, Ropey Banner. No, not. I haven't had any of these connection issues. I think there was one person in the vast amount of games that I've played that has been all over the place. But every time I listen to a podcast, every time I see a streamer, they're always saying that, you know, the bandwidth is, you know, the players are bouncing all over the place. And I'm like, that's not in my game. Honestly, when I played when I played I the first Iron Banner, I experienced it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes PC. sense. Because like I played, because I played, you know, I I got on with with Night Demon during his stream in the wee hours of the morning because I couldn't sleep and that mm-hmm. all went fine. We were on Xbox lobbies and then I played. I've done a little bit of solo. I jumped on with Blue Screen. Jumped on with Golden God the other night. You know, yeah. Xbox lobbies, no problem. Jumped on with Noble in his P. You know you know pc lobby PC, yeah. in the uk so i mean take again take both of those with a grain of salt could have been either or and oh, we blue screen is australian isn't he no okay no, first off of... blue screen is in california okay i'm thinking of somebody else <laughs> noble is in england UK. uk somewhere noble noble is the one that's actually no no across let me just yeah. clarify this it, noble does not live in the uk noble lives in yorkshire that's it. Oh, okay. He doesn't identify as being part of the UK. That's where the uh, pudding comes from. <laughs> yeah. You guys are saying things I don't understand. You, you hear that noble? <laughs> you're a pudding. That's that's every single week. But yeah, like the only the only like really bad lagging rubber banding I was seeing is playing with, you know, with someone hosting across an ocean from me in the PC lobbies. So again, yeah. it could have been either or of those things, but on, on Xbox this week, again, I, I didn't touch the game until Thursday. So don't know what the earlier earlier week looked like, but I've had no problems on Xbox playing this weekend with rubber banding being beat by people better than me. Sure. And the matchmaking again, it seemed like when we were running as a three, four, five, six stack, it was mixing us with other three, four, five, six stacks. And I played again, I played a little bit of solo this week. And every time I've been in solo, it's matched me with other solo people. It's been 12 of us randomly thrown together. So Seems like Bungie's matchmaking is, you know, taking that stuff into account now, maybe. I'm sure 10,000 people are going to shout and go, no, you're wrong. This is incorrect. But seems like maybe they've, since they took out the solo queue list, they've sort of at least acknowledged that, hey, these are solo people. Let's not put them against six stacks. I think giving them too much credit. But yeah, I, I've enjoyed Iron Banner this week, especially with the bonus iron banner ranks that we've been getting as well which has been really really nice you have because... to right don't you guys have to reset i say you guys because <laughs> i ain't playing but does blah 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 freaking blah don't don't, don't. yeah use your words don't, don't. isn't it true don't, don't. that people that play iron banner have to reset their rank twice just to get a shader that makes it look like you're wearing chainmail Right. Uh, let me stop you there. No, that's not true. People okay. that play Iron Banner don't have to do that. People that want to do that will do that. And it's only one reset because it's on the second track. So it's okay. a bit like having to do 
you know, you go through your, your strikes and you, you reset your rank and then you go all the way back to get the Velisex Pulse Rifle Ornament, yeah. which is on, I think, uh, track 16 again uh, on the second time round. So you don't have to do f- two full resets, but it is right. there. And there is also an emblem and there was a shader and an emblem last time as well. So last season we had that. And I think the, the problem is that people were thinking that they were going to miss out because they are going to miss out. Yeah. These things kind of come and go. And unless you're kind of in the knowledge of these things being around, then you don't know and you miss out and you go, Oh, I really want to go and get that. And unless Bungie put it back into the game, like they are doing with those bundle of shaders coming with Ada one next season, then you don't know about it and it's gone. I'm really sad that I missed out on the only ever iron banner, uh, emote that you could get and it was it was only sold for one season only and it I was want the iron axe yeah i got that one <laughs> i couldn't afford it at the time at oh. the time it was priority of you know pay for something in the house or pay for silver and it was pay for absolutely silver oh yeah. wait you went for the house yeah oh that's okay. his house he has to defend it yeah or it's his wife's house i'm guessing no, it's our house. It's a joint house. Yeah, but even if it's a joint house, it's your wife's house. I, I'd say in this case, it's his house. I think he spends the vast majority of the time there. Yeah. Yeah, but... <laughs> Squirrel! You're both married men. I can't believe y'all y'all, y'all aren't on board with this. Nothing. When you're married, nothing is yours. It's all hers. Unless she doesn't want it, and then it's yours. Or unless it's broken, and then it's yours. But as long as, you know... No, no, it's 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 her house. We've been over yeah. this. She, if she can't get into the room where the stuff is kept, it's not hers. It's mine. There you go. She can't so get any... into it yet. Well, I, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. With some help, she gets in here and and does a podcast uh-huh. with us every Christmas. But that's about it. <laughs> do you actually have to help her get up there? No, you have a ladder, don't you? I do, but I take the ladder away so that nobody else can get up here. <laughs> He has a treehouse. Just just picture a treehouse, a little rope ladder. He lets it down. Has Yo. a little sign. It's great. My brother sent me pictures of actual adult treehouses that are built in trees. We're talking two, three-story houses built in trees. And I'm like, that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. You know what you could do, Respawn? I want you, one. You could actually have a house that you could live in that's got a garden attached, which you do have. There you go. I do have just, that. Not up yeah. in a tree. There you go. Oh. But it's down low uh, on the ground. So when being you get in older, the tree is the fun part. Will you into the front door? That's a good question. Mm. Maybe it's survival of the fittest at this point, man. If you if you can't get in the house, you don't deserve to be in the house. I don't know how <laughs> we got Iron Banner to tree houses, but you know it's yeah. <sighs> Once all squirreled the tree, that's how we get anywhere. No, yeah, he no, me. you he said he lived in a treehouse parody. You squirreled me, and then we got onto this. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And then there was a, a, another Iron Banner shader that I'm missing, and it was from Season of Opulence. And it says on the description that you can get it from dismantling either armor or weapons. Now I know. Oh, I got. Yep. I, yep. I have dismantled. <laughs> you have dismantled weapons and some armor things <laughs> from that season. And I, mean, I cannot... so it wasn't a great shader. You're not really missing out. It's. Not, I mean, okay, you don't have it. I get that, but it's not a great shader. So are you really missing yep. out? Um, he is because he's the field. completionist. He needs to well, have yeah. them all. Semi-completionist. Yeah, I think some things I give up on now. I just it's got to the point in Destiny where I've gone. I cannot. I haven't got enough time to do everything. 
I mean, my days of playing Destiny every single day have, have been really whittled down to maybe doing one stream a week and then I have to get everything done in that one stream and then that's it. Only that, that one is... stream a week? I thought you only did one, like Wednesdays. But that's like, it. But like that's the extent of its playing time. It's not the stream and then a bunch of extra time to play. It is just that time to play is what he's saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're, you're a completionist at heart, but not a completionist in time. You would absolutely get all the things if you had the time oh, yeah, to yeah. get them. If I had so the time, to prioritize. Cuts must be made. Favorite children yes. must be decided on. <laughs> so you guys, have you been playing Iron Banner? I know Parody has because we played on nope. stream this week. I had played until I got my Iron Banner armor and then I stopped abruptly in the middle that of a match. <laughs> the first time that Iron Banner came around. So you haven't played yeah. it this time. No. Absolutely you know what I find not. amazing is that still people go into iron banner they've clicked that node to play iron banner they don't read the tooltip to say this is how the game is played they don't wear the armor the emblem <sighs> and they're just brute forcing their way through iron banner and you know there there are pinnacles in there and maybe they're just doing that but yeah that's how they want yeah when you get in there and nobody's playing the objective and you're like what's going on which objective like, the three that you start with or the one that's in the middle that nobody knows about until it's too late and well, you've already been touched by cabal dropships. You go and capture the flags and things. But uh -huh. Parody and I came across like about three groups that were doing the, yeah. we're just going to throw the match completely. And we were like, what's yeah. going on? Who, they who they literally just, broke just me. E like just emoting. Like, like we started playing it and all of a sudden, like we're sort of going, have, have you guys seen the other team? Like we've captured two of these zones and we haven't seen the other team yet. And then it just devolved into an emoting fest. Like there was like one, it was two separate. It was like back to, it was like back to back to back matches, but like different groups of people each time. And we were as a five or six stack. So it put us with like, you know, the big group, but just people were just like, I have to play 18 games. Didn't say how to participate in 18 games. So they were just like, we're going to load in an emote. Like so we're not playing, you, know, week? you had to restart the 18 game thing this week. Yeah, the, 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 those are the just like every time Ew. Iron Banner comes up. Every time Iron Banner comes up, there's four challenges for four pinnacles. So if so you yeah, had like if you fifteen want your... games from last week, you had to start over. Yeah, yeah. Every time Saladin brings Iron Banner, he brings four pinnacles with him to get those four pinnacles. You need to play your games. You. If you don't play your games, you don't get the pinnacles. You can either play on Tuesday reset to get the first one, Wednesday to get the next one. Thursday to get the next one and Friday's reset to get the last one. Or you can play all the all in one go on the Friday reset and just do all 18 games all in one go. But you do have to be on stasis or void this time around. Yeah. Well, like that last time? You're not going to be in there. Yes. Yeah, because I use I was using void on oh, stasis on last time, I yes. believe. The, yeah. The season prior to that, it was something like solar and arc. Arc, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it would be kind of nice if we're only going to get two or three Iron Banners in a season. It would be nice to sort of have like, you know, pick two, you know, two supplies. Why are they the first restricting you the anyway? Like, why are they doing that? Because they need to do something to, to play games. So they used to do bounties, didn't they? You used to pick up the bounties and you had to use certain weapons or you had to yeah. do certain things to get them done. Now it's just on the director and it says play three matches with Arc or Solar and well, this season, sorry stasis and void to get a pinnacle and then it's seven after that then it's 12 and then it's 18 games yeah so i mean it's literally just go play matches 
versus trying to go get things with certain weapons or certain kills or abilities. And then inevitably there being some class that can't get any of the, you know, one of the abilities, a la Hunter trying to punch people back in the days before they could throw knives at everything or <laughs> things like that, where it's like, Hey, I can't get these kills or, or, Hey, I need to, I need to get grenade kills. And it's taking me forever because everyone keeps stealing them from me. Now it's just show up, play the matches. You're going to get the rewards from it. Yeah. yeah. Which should yeah, be as long as you're playing one of these subclasses, but like, yeah. yeah, like, I mean, at least they give you two. Cause like, if I was, if I was a Titan main, and they said, hey, if you want to progress, you have to play Stasis. I'd have been like, nope, I ain't playing Iron Man this week. There is a flaw in their plan <laughs> for that. Because if they went, if it's just one subclass and they said Stasis, the problem with that is that people would have to purchase Beyond Light to actually get access to Stasis. I mean, that's not a problem for Bungie. Bungie does the same thing with some of these, some of these Grandmasters, right? Like Micah, on, yeah. now that he plays mainly on PC... Sometimes when a Grandmaster comes around, he can't play with me because he doesn't have that particular DLC. He's got most, but not all. Let me tell you, there there is a little-known channel called Two Titans and a Hunter that put out a video every week, mainly on a Friday, telling you about what's coming up the following week. It's called This Week in Destiny. I'll I'll drop it in just after I've finished rabbiting. Uh And it tells you in there whether that Nightfall is free to play or you have to own that, you know, Right. I'm not saying that that's not my point. The point I'm making is Bungie doesn't care about you having to buy specific DLC to play their content because they do it all the time. No, right? So why would Iron Banner be any different? What I'm saying is with the Nightfalls, you and Micah could plan ahead knowing the week before what the Nightfall is coming up and whether it's free to play or you have to own the DLC. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So I'm saying you're wrong, but that's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is that you know, Bungie doesn't care if you have to pay to play a specific part oh. of the DLC for a specific oh, week. Well, the point that I'm trying to make is that I'm just going to drop in this week in Destiny right here so that people can hear what's happening. Oh, you were trying up. to do a oh a segue. Yeah, thanks for that. Okay. Segue right <laughs> off the cliff, broken on the rocks. Hello and welcome to This Week in Destiny for the 10th week of Season 19, Season of the Seraph, commencing February 7th, 2023. Kicking things off this week with our Legacy rotation, we have the Loot rotation for Dares of Eternity, which will be on Week 2's rotation with the Scatterhorn armor set and the Perfectus armor set being available. The weapons available this week will be the Kinetic Adaptive Frame Auto Rifle Scathelock, the Kinetic Aggressive Frame Submachine Gun Extraordinary Rendition, the Void Aggressive Burst Sidearm Brass Attacks, the Void Position Frame Linear Fusion Rifle Threaded Needle, the Solar High Impact Frame Rocket Launcher Code Duello, the Void Lightweight Frame Bow Imperial Needle, the Solar Adaptive Frame Sniper Rifle Far Future, the Arc Adaptive Frame Sword Honor's Edge, the Solar Rapid Fire Frame Sniper Rifle Distant Terminus the Arc Adaptive Frame Grenade Launcher, Interference 6, the Kinetic Adaptive Frame Sniper Rifle, Shepherd's Watch, and the Solar Adaptive Frame Hand Cannon, Annual Skate. Ready if you are. Let's see what's out there. On Europa this week, Praxix the Technocrat will be the Empire Hunt, Cadmus Ridge will be the Eclipse Zone, and the Exo Challenge will be Safeguard. On the Moon, the weekly story mission should be in the Deep. The Trove Guardian is located in the Hellmouth, 
The Wandering Nightmare is the Fallen Council, located in Archer's Line. The Nightmare Hunts this week should be Zydron, Servitude, Tanix, Isolation, and Skolas, Pride. The Dreaming City this week is at a strong curse level, which means Petrovenge can be found in Rhea Sylvia, and has the Dark Monastery mission for the next week. The Blind Well features Taken enemies and the Plague, Inomina, with the Keep of Owned Edges being the Ascendant Challenge, located over in the Harbinger's Seclude. In addition, the weekly Throne World reset also refreshes the Pinnacle Drops for the Wellspring activity, Preservation mission, and the Vox Obscura replayable exotic mission, plus the new exotic mission, Operation Seraph Shield in the Helm. The Witch Queen weekly story mission is the Communion, where the modifier is Empath, as well as Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. The King's Fall Ray Challenge this week is the first encounter, Totems, called The Grass is Always Greener. Players cannot take the same brand type twice in a row. The Vault of Glass Challenge this week is the second encounter, Oracles, called The Only Oracle for You. Players cannot destroy the same oracle more than once. The Deepstone Crypt Challenge this week is the first encounter, Crypt Security, called Red Rover. This is where all Guardians must be an operator and shoot the two panels on the lower level. The Garden of Salvation Challenge this week is the third encounter, Consecrated Mind, called Staying Alive, where you must not kill the spawning Cyclopses in the first two rooms. The Last Wish Challenge this week is the first encounter, Kali, called Summoning Ritual. Players must activate and cleanse all nine plates, then kill all nine knights and ogres before damaging Kali. Your Pinnacle Raid will be the Vow of the Disciple over on the Throne World, which means all challenges will be available for each encounter. These are the first encounter, Acquisition, called Swift Destruction, where Guardians must kill all champions within a few seconds of each other on all rounds. The second encounter, The Caretaker, called Base Information, where runners cannot pick up more than one stack of knowledge on each run. The third encounter, The Upender, called Defenses Down. This is where each player cannot kill more than one Taken Knight in total. The fourth encounter, Rook, called Looping Catalyst. This is where Guardians must not lose the Leeching Force before the damage phase. Also, with the Vow the Disciple being the featured raid, this does mean that you can farm the final boss for a chance at the exotic pulse rifle, Collective Obligation. And the pinnacle dungeon for this week will be the duality over on the derelict leviathan on the moon. Next up, challenges. So for week 10, there are only three challenges left to complete this week. These are Seraph Shield 4. Locate all four Warmind nodes and destroy all 12 security drones in the exotic mission Operation Seraph's Shield. This will award Sephiric Umbral Energy and Challenge XP++. EDZ Activities In the EDZ, earn progress by completing bounties, patrols, public events and lost sectors for Challenge XP+, and Bright Dust. And Vanguard Ornament Acquire the Vanguard Ornament for the Velus X Ritual Pulse Rifle Challenge XP++ and Bright Dust will be the reward. And speaking of Bright Dust, we have our Eververse for the week of February 7th, 2023. Available this week for Bright Dust, we have the Flight Dance Legendary Emote for 700 Bright Dust. The Arcs Courier Exotic Ship for 2000 Bright Dust. The Swirling Leaf Entrance Legendary Transmat Effect for 450 Bright Dust. The Reef Regalia Legendary Shader for 300 Bright Dust. The Red Light 
Greenlight Exotic Emote will be available for 3,250 Bright Dust, the Flare Gun Legendary Emote for 700 Bright Dust, the EXU 14 Exotic Sparrow for 2,500 Bright Dust, the Swift Persistence Exotic Ship for 2,000 Bright Dust, the Isochronical Nano Fluid Ornament for the Hunter Exotic Gauntlets, the Renewed Grasp, the Abyss Inverted Ornament for the Titan Exotic Chess, Heart of Inmost Light, and the Raynant Tracery Ornament for the Warlock Exotic Boots, the Secant Filaments, each for 1,500 Bright Dust. The Atropos Exotic Weapon Ornament for the Divinity Exotic Trace Rifle for 1,250 Bright Dust. And finally, the Burning Maul Legendary Ghost Projection for 1,500 Bright Dust. As a reminder, your daily legendary loss sector will show you a flag outside which will give you details of champions and burns you will find inside. But if you are new to the game or you're using an alternate character and can't find the flag outside, you will have to run through the loss sector normally to have it show up on your map as a legend slash master. Tuesday, February 7th will be extraction on the throne world for exotic gauntlets, Arkham Void Elemental Shields, an Arc Burn with Overload and Unstoppable Champions. Wednesday, February 8th, will be the Chamber of Starlight on the Dreaming City for Exotic Chess, Solar and Void Elemental Shields, Solar Burn with Overload and Unstoppable Champions. Thursday, February 9th, will be Aphelion's Rest on the Dreaming City for Exotic Helmets, Void Elemental Shields, Thasis Burn with Unstoppable and Overload Champions. Friday, February 10th, will be the K1 Logistics on the Moon for Exotic Boots, Solar and Arc Elemental Shields, Void Burn with Overload and Barrier Champions. Saturday, February 11th, will be the K1 Crew Quarters on the Moon for Exotic Gauntlets, Solar Elemental Shields, Arc Burn with Overload and Barrier Champions. Sunday, February 12th, will be the K1 Revelations on the Moon for Exotic Chess, Arc Elemental Shields, Void Burn with Unstoppable and Barrier Champions. And finally, back round to Monday, February 13th, will be the K1 Communion on the Moon for Exotic Helmets, Solar and Void Elemental Shields with a Solar Burn, Unstoppable and Barrier Champions. Lead the way. Our 10th featured Nightfall will see us face off against Sadia in the Corrupted over on the Dreaming City, where you have a chance to get a Pinnacle Engram if you complete the Nightfall with a score of 100k or more. This Nightfall is a free-to-play Nightfall. You will be able to earn high-end gear for your characters including the Nightfall featured weapon, exotic gear, enhancement cores, enhancement prisms, ascendant shards and adept mods. The higher the Nightfall difficulty, the more common the drop will be, with the featured weapon and exotic gear being uncommon at hero difficulty to being common with Ascendant Shards in Grand Masters. Legend and Lower Nightfalls will have 3 Overload Champions and 6 Unstoppable, with 22 Solar, 30 Void and 15 Arc Shields. Masters and GMs will have 8 Overload and 10 Unstoppable, with 20 Solar, 28 Void and 14 Arc Shields. Your Adept Nightfall modifiers will be Empath, Enhanced Radar takes increased damage from melee. Acute Arc Burn, plus 25% Arc Damage dealt and plus 50% Arc Damage received. Hero modifiers include all previous modifiers. Sadia's Durance, Arc Damage is increased. Knockback Damage and Distance is also increased. Extra Shields. Champion's Foe, you will face Overload and Unstoppable Champions. You can either use Intrinsic Exotics or equip Anti-Champion Mods to your Arm Armor to defeat them. These mods come from the Seasonal Artifact. The Closer. When targets are nearby, you have improved slide. After sliding, your ranged weapon attacks deal increased damage for a short duration. Legend modifiers include all previous modifiers. 
equipment locked, you'll not be able to change your equipment after this activity starts. Match game, enemy shields are highly resistant to all unmatched elemental damage. Shielded foes, you will face combatants with arc, solar and void shields. Epitaph, taking combatants generate blight geysers when defeated. Master modifiers include all previous modifiers. Togetherness, base health gen is reduced if near another player health regen is increased. Chafe, radar is disabled. Champions mob, this mode contains additional champions. And grandmaster modifiers. Limited revives, gain additional revives by defeating champions, up to a maximum of 20. Joining progress is disabled and extinguished. If your fire team falls in a restricted zone, your team is returned to orbit. Your Grandmaster modifiers do not include Pestilence, Togetherness and Ashes to Ashes. Your anti-champion artifact mods for this week's Nightfall are Overload Scout Rifle, Submachine Gun, Alter Rifle and the Grenade mod Lord Kelvin's Basilisk where Void and Stasis grenades disrupt overloads, all for one energy. Unstoppable Hand Cannon for one energy. Grenade Launcher for seven and Low Entropy Superconductor, where Stasis and Arc melee abilities stun unstoppable champions for one energy. You also have exotic weapons and armor that can help with intrinsic mods as well. For Overload, the Void Energy Bolum on Arc, the Arc Energy Linear Trace Rifle, Divinity, the Arc Heavy Machine Gun, Thunderlord, and the Warlock Exotic Boots, the Secant Filaments, which when you drop an Empowering Rift, any weapon that is fired from inside the well can cause an Overload champion to be stunned. For Unstoppable, we have the Kinetic Fusion Rifle Bastion, the Kinetic Hand Cannon Malfeasance, the Solar Energy Sidearm Devil's Ruin, the Void Heavy Bow Leviathan's Breath, and the Hunter Gauntlet's Athras Embrace, which have a chance to stun an Unstoppable Champion with their Empowered Weighted Knife. The Nightfall featured weapon to obtain this week will be the Kinetic Grenade Launcher, the Malicious Birthright. Malicious Birthright is a lightweight frame grenade launcher with a base blast radius of 100, Velocity of 72 and handling of 69. It can roll with Pugilist, Frenzy, and Autoloading Holster, with Lead from Gold, Grave Robber, and Slideways. It has the origin trait of Stunning Recovery, where if you stun a champion, you partially refill the magazine, trigger health regen, and improve your recovery for a short duration. And Vanguard Vindication, where final blows with this weapon grant a small amount of health. <laughs> And as Rumble has now been added back to the Crucible Director, Lord Jax will be skipping that to bring Rift to the featured Crucible playlist for the 10th week of the season. Rift is a 6v6 game mode that focuses heavily on the objective-based gameplay and not just killing the enemy team. Instead of accruing points based on defeating enemies, players can score points by picking up the spark and dunking it into their opponent's Rift, which is near the enemy spawn. A team can either win by scoring 5 points before the opposing team can, by scoring 3 points without the enemy team getting a look in, or have more points when the time runs out. The spark spawns in the centre of the map and starts to charge after 6 seconds of the round starting, and becomes visible for all players on the map. After another 12 to 13 seconds, the spark is available for players to pick up, giving both teams approximately 20 seconds to fight over the spark before either side can pick it up. For 5 seconds after a player picks up the spark, they become marked on both teams' maps. After that, they are only marked on their own team's map unless they are in view of the enemy team. The carrier can only hold on to the spark for a minute and 15 seconds. After that, the spark detonates, killing the carrier and those around them before resetting. Should the carrier die in a way that isn't from the spark detonating, the spark drops at that location. If a player picks up the spark whilst in their super, they are immediately pulled out of their super. 
Furthermore, they will not gain more super energy whilst holding the spark and will be unable to use their super even if it is fully charged. If a player dies, they must wait 10 seconds before they respawn, but their teammates can revive them during this time. This forces players to focus on teamwork to help push up on their enemies, but can also leave some players out of the game for an extended duration if their team cannot or won't revive them. Plus, don't forget Saint-14 returns at the weekend for Trials of Osiris. As a reminder, Trials of Osiris is a 3v3 PvP high-stakes variant of elimination. Only available from Friday Reset until Tuesday Weekly Reset, Trials gives every player the chance to show off their PvP skills to obtain some of Destiny's most sought-after weapons and armour. Players that compete in Trials of Osiris will have all of their games tracked to a Passage card, a ticket purchased from Saint-14 in the lower hangar of the tower. Winning rounds and matches in Trials will grant exclusive weapons, armour, pinnacle gear, masterwork materials and even adept gear for the most skilled players who can reach the lighthouse with a flawless ticket of 7 games won and no losses. 5 round wins will bag you that match for your passage card. By competing in Trials you do have a chance to pick up 2 pinnacle engrams from playing each week, one from 50 round wins and the other from winning 7 games. These do not have to be done all in one go, but you do have to complete them before the weekly reset. But before you go, we do have a few more things to go for this week. There will be bonus ranks in the Trials of Osiris playlist this upcoming weekend. That is amazing. So if you are still missing out on some of those Trials weapons and armour, then this will be a good week to boost those ranks and get what you need before Lightfall and the focusing changes coming in Season 20. Also, don't forget we only have three weeks left of the season for you to complete any missing moments of Trials for this previous year's activities. Plus, you can earn in-game and bungee store rewards. And that's it for our 10th week of Season of the Seraph. Now, back to the show. Guardian down. Bubbles and shadow shots, bubbles and shadow shots. Okay, Respawn, I have an important question for you. Wait, shadow shots? Not the... Uh, oh, that's right, because you had to be void. Is the but people were jumping in the tornado and, and dropping no, 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 the void you're, tornado. You're listening. What? I have a very important question. Is the T-Rex yeah. king in your Twitch stream right now? Uh, he hasn't said anything. He might be listening because sometimes he listens at work, but he doesn't have time to talk. Because hmm. I do need to know how he feels about shadow shots. Because I, I know in, <laughs> in my heart, he has the rage of Arnold Schwarzenegger within him. Because we were playing the other night and it was just like, it was a team of like six shadow shot hunters. Every oh, time you turned around, oh. there were more shadow shots. I, I, I figured out hunters, the way to make that super effective, use it in a group. Because if you can't move or see or know what's happening because you're being tethered from every angle, it's very effective. Yeah, but if you're in the bubble, it doesn't even touch you. That's the problem. There is only and... shadow shot. <laughs> no, there's a lot of bubbles. There's a ton of bubbles, dude. You just said shadow shot bubble. You wouldn't know. Yeah, you you know. just said it. I don't need to know. You do need to know. Oh, you're on a need to know basis, and you definitely need to know this. Get out of here, but no, um, but no, shadow shot doesn't pop a bubble, you know. But people are like, okay, again, Grenader Jake, because he's been popping up on my feed a lot lately. Um, like whenever I was watching him play, he actually goes inside of the bubble, pops his tornado, because that'll yeah. clear out a Titan bubble, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, because you you kill the Titan bubble goes away, boom, done, right? But no matter how many shadow shots you shoot. You're you're not gonna clear a bubble. Plus, when you go into there, if you plan on going into a bubble to pop a shadow shot to kill him in the bubble, 
the animation for the shadow shot gives him about a 60-day warranty to shoot you in the face with a shotgun before that tether comes off, you know? So even then, you, you don't kill the Titan in the bubble. So why are there so many tether hunters out there when there's so many Titan bubbles out there? They don't... Titans have the advantage 100% of the time. And stasis are the Right, but stasis tornadoes will kill a Titan in a bubble. Yes, but you've got to get into the bubble first. If you get the shadow shot out before the Titan can put the bubble there, then, then you have a dead Titan, so you can't yeah. put up a bubble. Mm. Therefore, So it's a good. race to get there. Yeah, that's the entire game mode. Is it's a race to get to that zone and lock it down. Whoever now, gets the what the game mode is perfect for is, is Void Warlocks, because the Void Warlock kills the bubble and everyone in it. <laughs> no, not except, even Nova Warp. Except the, for that one Nova guy with, the... with the uh actually either one. Either one of the Nova Bombs kill the bubble. But I if saw, you if you I do the one that guy. breaks apart and then he kills everybody else too. Yeah. yeah. I saw one guy but, losing Nova yeah. Warp and it was very confusing to me. I was like, Was Sir, it working though? It it worked because he just rolled into the bubble and was like, I'm gonna Nova Warp my way into your bubble. And everybody was dead. I'm like, Nova Warp, that's that's a choice. I, I congratulate you for being creative. <laughs> I mean, it worked out for him, right? Yeah, that's what matters. whatever works. But I was—I think we were all just so surprised. We're like, you can have this. You know, this kill is yours. You enjoy. You have your moment in the sun. Clip this. Share it with your friends. You've earned it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just mm, thank you, my love. Um, Has breakfast arrived? It has, but I'm putting it to the side because it's scorching, <laughs> scorching hot. Squirrel! My, I don't think my wife is human, honestly. Because, no, 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 listen, I have a reason. I think my wife is... Oh, I, oh, is, I don't care. I wasn't lying that. You know? Because this yeah. bowl is hot to the touch, no matter where you... T I'm not even touching the food. Don't be an... Ah! Um, well... Uh, she comes in with this bowl that's incredibly hot. No matter where you touch this bowl, it's going to burn you. Uh -huh. After a couple of seconds, uh -huh. and she walks in with her bare hands. So that's like a that's at least you know a thirty second walk from the kitchen here that she's been holding it in her hand, uh -huh. and I can't touch it for a second to put it on my desk. She's not human; she's a robot. Mm. It's incredibly hot. Put it down. Go away, you cyborg. Shut the door behind mm. you. Go. Mm. This podcast brought to you by Respawn Stories about his wife and her ability no. to bring him food every morning when we record. And the number two. My God, woman, you know I'm recording. You purposely come in here to with me. Go. Anyway, what I haven't seen is anybody or Bungie talk about Iron Banner Eruption or just the Eruption game mode being made into like a Crucible mode. Because we had, like they've, they've now removed uh, Rumble, that's the word. They've now removed Rumble from the actual playlist rotation. It's now actually on the director again. So on the rotation coming up for this week should have been rumble but they've now gone ahead one and gone back to rift so i don't understand why they haven't put eruption into like the rotator as it was kind of iron banner was kind of the experiment to get to that game mode and um yeah i'm just i'm just a bit confused because we haven't i mean we still have crucible labs but i haven't seen it in there maybe i haven't looked really to be honest but have you guys seen it or played it or... like, like, honestly it this season is probably the least crucible i've played partially just because of the amount of time oh, yeah. and partially because of 
even though I we didn't get 18 new currencies, I I never have enough serif currency, so I have to run the stupid feels way too long serif things over and over <laughs> yeah. and over again. So that's eating up a lot of time for not a lot of enjoyment. Yeah. And I I, I mean, mean. I, I haven't even I, I think I've played four of my seven qualifier matches for like, you know, competitive crucible just to get that done. Haven't even finished that out. I just sort of I'm like, I'm gonna play Iron Banner this season, that's how I'm gonna get my Velisex ornament and thing from Crucible, that's how I'll get my Iron Banner stuff, and I'm just basically ignore Shacks for the rest of the season at this point. Like, you're here, we'll, 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 we'll meet you back in Lightfall, sir. For now, you can just go stand over there with all the other people who are level, like, 560. You, you, you can enjoy their company. Yeah. Right. I mean, would you have preferred, because we had a really long season, didn't we, in season 18? I think it went to, like, 15 weeks or something silly. Would you have preferred that to have ended earlier, uh, maybe 14 weeks, and, a, and an extra week tacked on to this season so that we could get an extra week worth of uh, anything else that we needed to kind of get done? Because I, I feel that 12 weeks is really, really uh, too short, to be honest. Too short for the amount of, even just like the amount of craftable weapons, even if you're not trying yeah. to craft all of them, even just trying to craft like the one or two or three you're trying to get to. It's been a slog just to get those unlocked. Like I'm, oh, I'm, I'm like glad the only killer's weapon I even care about is the SMG. And yeah, yeah. And, and I know this weekend went to a daily thing, but if you can't play daily, it doesn't help you out. So, or if you if you don't have enough of the material, and even to pick if you can't play, there you go. That's what That's I was it, say. Yeah. It's more of a material thing than a time thing. Oh, it's both. No, no oh, time oh. to play to earn the materials to then get on and play, even just to pick up the weapon. Like I, I have no Ikelos weapons unlocked because I haven't. One, because I was absolutely ignoring the walk around and talk to all the singing boxes until uh, Mr. Blue Screen was like, so that's what you need to do to get those dumb things unlocked? I was like, oh, did not realize that. I, I, I didn't want to do the singing boxes the first time they came around with the game. I didn't want to do them this time. Wait, but I, I haven't done the singing boxes. What are you talking about? What are you unlocking with the singing boxes? <laughs> the craftable Ikelos weapons. You know the singing boxes that they play. Oh, I can music. I can craft every one of them, and I've done none of the boxes. What are you? I'm genuinely curious what the hell he's talking about, because I've done none of the singing boxes. Done, not even not even a one, right? And if I come here, I can craft every one of them with a red border. So what are you talking about? Well, then apparently I just have the worst. Worst drop no, rates of any of those things. You haven't, you haven't had the worst drop rates. I've had the worst drop rates as well. I haven't got. I think I've got two of the Iconos weapons. No, I haven't even You're got kidding. the pattern. I haven't even got the patterns. I've only got two that are able that I can click on on the track. I haven't got all of the weapons unlocked. Yeah, I, I think I have all the weapons unlocked, but no, I haven't even got that. But I am nowhere near crafting all of them. I think I have like one, maybe two of them. Mm. I don't have all of them by any stretch uh. of the imagination. So, so when you say Aikilos weapons, uh, l let's be on the same page here. We're talking the hand the one, cannon, the shotgun, the, the sniper, and the and the sub, right? Yeah, yeah the ones that say Aikilos okay. before them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I have all four three. of those. And y'all really? And you can take those to the crafting table and create them and craft well, all of those. I can craft the shotgun and the sub because that's the only thing that I'm focused on. Right. I have okay. one more before I can get the hand cannon. Yeah, but, no, like I, yeah, I have all four of like I have them all unlocked, but I cannot craft any of them. Have you got all the other weapons as well, Respawn? Uh, let's see, linear fusion bow. Uh, just the uh, what's that? A pulse. Glaive. There's a glaive. And There's a, a glaive there. The machine gun, and then the the what is it? The, the laser beam gun. 
Yep, the laser beam gun. Yep. Over it, it will tell you its name. <laughs> uh, well, I know Trace Rifle, that's what it is, yeah. So I can craft, I've already crafted the pulse, I've crafted the glaive, I've crafted the machine gun. Um, yeah, so I have all six of those right there. No, you guys are right. That The problem is, I, I love Bungie's announcement last week. You, you can go there daily and you can pick up a red-bordered weapon. I was like, brilliant. And I ran around that helm on the first day and I was like, I can't pick up half of these things because I haven't got the currency. I've got mm -hmm. the engrams, but I haven't got the current. I mean, I think I had one currency for one of them. And yeah. I've, got, I've got all of the weapons from, I think it was the first season. So I was just like, well, I'm going to pick up a red bordered one because I've got the currency. I've got the engram. And if I dismantle it, I'll get some bits from it, which helps when I actually do want to kind of go to the focusing table and, and craft one. But yeah, the, the other things and I was like, but I've picked up those extra things. They're in my quest tab. You know, I've got the Legacy Captain's Atlas. I've got mm -hmm. the Legacy Nightmare Harvest. And I've got the Legacy uh, Synaptic Spear, which are meant to intrinsically give you the currency for just playing the game. In I think it's just playing like Crucible and Gambit and Strikes and Nightfalls and things like that. But it just hasn't given me enough to actually go and purchase on a daily basis to get the ones that I'm missing. Well, that's because of all the freaking, so you have, you have to open a chest for 500 to get the freaking, um, umbral energy. Right. Yeah. And yeah. even then you only get between 10 and 13 at a time. Right. So you got to do that at least three times to craft one weapon. Right. Yeah. And then on top of that, uh, at the beginning of the season, I was going mad crazy. Cause I didn't know that, well, I knew, but I it didn't it didn't register that they that everything costs freaking legendary shards now, right? So I went from I don't know four thousand ish to to three or four thousand ish, all the way down to one hundred and ninety right now that I'm looking at. And yesterday I had twelve, right? So right now it's easy to get I it's easy to get all these shards because you get legendary shard drops or you get legendary weapon drops left and right because the blue glitch right yeah but as soon as they fix that it's going to be hard to come across these legendary shards so not only do you have to do this you know open this chest three times you got to open up enough freaking legendary weapons to give you enough shards you need 50 shards to focus one right i think 50 shards and each time you dismantle a legendary you get three Ish? You, need to stop you need to stop spending your shards. What are you spending your shards on? There's there's nothing you need what to buy. At this, point, dude? at this point at this point in the season, there's nothing you need. There's nothing else you need. No, I was focusing weapons and armor. In the beginning, before before this whole daily thing started, like I would go, you know, submachine or I would focus all the submachine guns I could get until I ran out of that. And then I would just focus the, the weapon and grum and hope I would get a submachine gun red border, right? And that's where all my legendary shards went is in the beginning when before we could get the red borders, you know? Okay. Yeah. But even then it's hard to keep up with now because I'm already at a deficit and well, they're going to be harder to come by. I thought it was only uh, an umbral engram, plundered umbral energy or whatever umbral energy it is from whatever season and glimmer. Mm -hmm. Or was it shards? No. Glimmer? 50 shards. Right now it's, oh. if you want to focus a weapon, a specific weapon, it is one Umbral Engram, 50 Legendary Shards, that's 5-0, yep. 30 Seraphic Umbral Energy, and 4 Resonant Stems. Yeah. 
I think so, the other thing that hasn't helped is that, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but the first yeah. season when we had the Synaptic Spear, there was only like a track of five weapons and then you had armor. And then the second season, I think, is the Haunted one. Yep. You had, uh, again, five weapons. And then I think you had a couple of extra ones with the opulent uh, weapons that you could get. So there was the hand cannon, there was the sniper and something else. Uh, the Is it Epicurean, which was the fusion rifle and the machine gun? But that season was longer than this season. And then Plunder, we only had, like, again, five weapons. And if you played Plunder, you basically got the weapons towards the end. They were kind of throwing them at you. Now, this season, we've got, like, 10 weapons, and I'm struggling to get them done in the time frame of 12 weeks. It's a lot of weapons, and again, I don't even care about... The only reason we have that many this time is because of the whole Aikilos thing, right? Yeah, Both of these weapons are themed for the season. But I get right, that. That's why it's we have a, a lot. The, it's the fear of missing out because we mm-hmm. we know as Destiny players that once the the new season comes in, that is all going to be wiped. That helm is going to be gone. There is no well, way for not, you to get those. That, right? Like, yeah, but there'll be no way for you or anybody else that has missed out on those craftable weapons this season. Mm. Imagine if you missed out on like the like Parody does. If he misses out on one Ikelos uh, submachine gun, one right. red border that he can't right. get. And he's stuck. On well, you four. can come back to it. Remember, you can you can do all the past activities. You just got to go back and get their their where item. Where can Remember? you do that next season? In the helm, just like we've been doing up to this point. Okay, so if I want to go and do like season 16's activities, where's that? In the helm. Is it? Yeah, I can go back and I can still oh, yeah, do. 16, yes. Sorry, season 15's then. I don't know what 15 is. Yeah, we've we've got season 16, 17, 18, and 19 in the helm. But if you want to go back and do anything prior to that, you can't do that. We're just talking weapon crafting, dude, right? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If you miss out on those weapons, you miss out on the crafting next season. But going forward, not missing out on it. No, it's not, dude. Okay, look. No, no. Okay, so just like this point. Just like we've done up to this point, you can go back to the helm. I can oh, go back and get this season's artifact next season and keep looking for these weapons next season. Just like we can do with the freaking... Hold on, I'll tell you right now. Because right now, I, I, I can go all the way back and I can still grab weapons for uh, the Synaptic Spear, for the Nightmare Harvester, for the Captain's Atlas, for... I can I can go back and do all that stuff. So next season you can come back and do this stuff. They still, wipe the helm every year. They wipe the helm. Well, you can still go back and grab stuff, even if they wipe it. You can still go back and grab the last season stuff and keep keep going unless after their they, weapons and armor. Unless they that's why I'm confused. That, unless they remove those vendors from the helm right. because it's a new giant content drop. If the vendors are gone, no, you can't. If the vendors are gone, have they said they're removing the helm vendors and I missed it? Yes, they do. They they reset at the end of every season. Reset, not remove. There's a difference. They, okay, they go away. They've they've taken them. You cannot go to the helm and get the season of the splicer weapons, can you? When we had season of splice, you remember that was the. Uh, I can't. But was, everything, yeah, that was the first time they did that. But everything after season of the splicer, you can. Right, because that's part of the last big content drop. Lightfall is our next, you know, Lightfall 
we're basically, we're done with Witch Queen. We're on to Lightfall. New set of four seasons, new set of everything. This is not mm. just like the season changing over. This is more than that changing over. This is oh, what I'm trying to say to you is that they wipe the I, helm. I'll, I'll believe you. I just, I, I don't know why they would do that. All of a sudden, whenever they said that they were just going to keep all the seasonal activities in the helm going forward, but I didn't know going for the forward. Year. It's only right. for the year. Right. You can go back and play the whole of the season's activities, but you can't play beyond light seasons, can you? You remember the Empire Hunts? Uh, no, not Empire Hunts. The um, Wrathborn uh-huh. Hunts. The oh, Wrathborn yeah. Hunts that you went to the Crow on the Tangled Shore and you, he got you those weapons. Those yeah. weapons are now in the rotation for Dares of Eternity, the same uh-huh. as the Splicer weapons. But right. they're not craftable. That's that's my question to well, Bungie. Well, they are but... craftable in Dares of Eternity. You just have to get them first. But... No, no, that, that's the Dares of Eternity weapons. But the, yeah. the fixed ro- well, not fixed rolls, the, the random rolls that we were able to get from Season of Splicer and the Wrathborn Hunts, you could go to the Crow in on the Tangled Shore and you could throw the currency at him and he would give you X amount of things. And then when we had the Helm introduced, it was like uh, we had, I can't remember what we had in the Helm for last year. It was really bizarre because I think Wrathborn Hunts was the year before, wasn't it? I don't, I don't remember. It's been... <laughs> I have about a year of Destiny memory beyond that. It gets wiped. Uh-huh. <laughs> Apparently so do I, because I they wipe it annually. The chat's agreeing with you. They're like, yeah, no, every year they wipe it. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's like, we're, I, I always lose track. What, what, we're, like what comes and goes. Cause it's like when Witch Queen yeah. dropped, okay, what's part of Witch Queen versus what's part of the season <laughs> that's not with just like, what's part of Lightfall versus what's part of the season. Yeah, it makes sense. Because, like, the season of Witch Queen or the season of Lightfall. When you say it like that, it makes sense. But when Bungie says things like, oh, moving forward, you'll be able to continue these activities. You just have to go grab them from the helm. Moving forward to me means pretty indefinitely unless, you know, they change the game itself like they, you know, pretty frequently do, right? But, yeah, I didn't know it's like, oh, by moving forward, we mean just the year. Well, they didn't say the year. No, maybe yeah. they did. I don't freaking know. Oh, yeah. So, so the, the Wrathborn hunts were in year three of Shadowkeep. So year four with Beyond Light, we had Season of Arrivals was season 11. Season of the Hunt was season 12. Season of the Chosen was season 13. And then Season of the Splicer was season 14. And I don't remember what half of those seasons were. I just know things come and go. Same. <laughs> I remember the season of the Splicer, but I remember the season the Kate died. Oh, man. I was talking to one of my buddies that hadn't played Destiny in a long, long time, and he didn't know that Kate was dead. He goes, Kate's dead? I'm like, whoops. <laughs> I, don't, uh, yep. I, don't, I don't think it's a whoops <laughs> at this point. I think if you, it, it, it's sort of like if you haven't seen a movie from the 80s. I'm sorry, the Statue of Limitations on me spoiling it for you expired a long time ago. Yeah, no, fair enough. But, like, you know... It occurred to me at that moment, like, there's going to be a lot of people that don't even know who he is, you know? You got to, I mean, you got people like me that have been around that have Cade backgrounds that, you know, and then you have Cade in, in, in the background on some of these missions or whatever that these people have no idea who he is or why he's relevant, you know? And going forward, some of those strikes are going to go away. So you're not even going to have Cade voice lines anymore. So it's like, Cade is just going to go away, which to me is sad because he was such a big integral part of destiny one and two you know and he went out like a freaking boss you know 
And then he's just he's just gonna fade away into nothing, and there will be no more Cade in Destiny or Destiny Two ever. And that's sad to me. You can just go back back and play Destiny. He's still there. Okay, I'm not fair. removing him. <laughs> that's fair, I guess. Yeah, so but, uh, long, long way round. Basically, it, it's the fear of missing out on those red borders because yeah. you know, I haven't got the time to go and get wow. all of the currencies to then go back into it to get them daily. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe this thing that Bungie did this week about you know now it's a daily thing. Maybe that'll be the case moving forward. You'll have most of the season to just kind of slowly get them, but towards the end, the last week or two, you'll have a chance to get one every day. You know, yeah, but that's no change. Yeah, if but you, have but you need the time to play a thousand of the stupid seasonal activities that are yeah. way too long and way too boring to want to ever play again. I mean, I, yeah. I'm not saying to Bungie, give me the currency, give me the, give, just give them to me. I'm, I'm saying that it, it's at this point in the season, we've got like three or four weeks left. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff still to do if you're not playing the game day in, day out. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you just play for a couple of hours a night, it's like, even then, I don't think there's still enough time for you to kind of do that. But hey-ho. Anyhow. Anyhow. Anyhow, I mean, it's. I don't think it's built for the casual player anymore. You know. Uh, well, you say that, but I think it is. Well, yeah. I mean, well, Parody's kind of given like, the example. Parody has not the time to get the materials that he. Okay, so each weapon requires. If you don't have the seraph, right? Each weapon requires three runs to acquire enough seraph to craft one weapon, right? And if you don't have enough keys to do those three runs to open up those chests, then you have to go to the other activity and get enough of those keys to then open those chests three times, right? And then on top of that, you have to make sure that you have enough legendary shards, right? So there's there's a lot going on there. And if you don't have the time, you don't have the time, you know? You you don't have the materials, and like Perry said, you don't have the time to get the materials, a.k.a. Parody is my is my casual player example, you know, and he, he's already said it all for you, you know. It sounds like Bungie's catering more to the hardcore and less to the casual, more and more and more, which I yeah. guess monetarily speaking, that makes sense. But still, well, I mean, you know? I would also say if I'm trying to complete, you know, like get all the craftable craftable weapons. Uh, you know, while I may be playing casually, I'm not sure that's a reasonable goal for a casual player to say, I want to have all the things, but I want to play casually. If you want all the things, you have to put in the time to get them. That's what the looter shooter is. Well, I mean, I, would... so, I mean, like, I agree. Like, I'm playing casually, and it's also, I'm not playing the, I just, I wish there was just more variety in things you could play. Like, I have been full of Seraph keys all year. I have never not been maxed out of Seraph keys all year, all season. Like, yeah. Seraph keys are not a thing I've ever even thought about once. Could we balance a little bit of that? Like, give me some some of the plundered, you know, energy from activity. It doesn't have to be, like, you know, a huge amount, but can I have some? If I'm going to sit and, you know, grind my way what? through Iron Banner for the week, <laughs> like, like hey, every every couple Iron Banner matches, could I get one? Every, you know, could, could it be a part of the reward from the endgame Iron Banner in addition to all my duplicate rocket launchers? Like there's there's places like if you want me to go engage with your ritual activities, give me a reason to do that within the season. Mm-hmm. I, it's like I understand there's a seasonal activity. Some of them are not good enough to play over and over and over again, hundreds of times. Nobody wants to do this. Like I understand I that's the you know it's a looter shooter. That's the entire point. But like you could make it better. 
you can make it more fun and engaging. Like, like, have the new activity provide the greatest amount of said seasonal activity. Sure, that's the season you want people to play. You know, give them the biggest benefit for playing it. But when that content gets old, as it inevitably does every season, give them other options so they don't have to keep playing the same thing. You know, let them go to Crucible and earn the same stuff from Crucible that they could have earned, you know, playing this game mode. Right? Because people oh, yeah. like playing Crucible instead of this game mode. Let them get one or two Umbrals per match. Let them get a couple of Seraph keys. It being an only one activity for the entire season is, is, is I mean, it's not good, I think, you know? It's exhausting. It, 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 it ruins, like, the last thing I want to do when I get on, I'm like, I want to go play a Grandmaster. I want to go play Iron Banner. I want to go, yes. you know, I, I want to go do something challenging. I don't want to play the seasonal activity that I've already played, you know, a hundred times again and again and again for the chance to get something, you know, to, uh-huh. to pull the roulette wheel. Yeah. I mean, even if you, even if you wanted to compromise, Bungie, you just make it like, like Perry just said, make it high level content, make Grandmaster Nightfalls or just Master Nightfalls drop a thing instead of just every strike, right? Make sure that trials drop these instead of just, generalized pvp something you know if you don't want to make it as common as what we're saying give us a compromise you know make it at least the high level activity that's not the season activity you know something anything would be better at this point well talking about better let's talk about lightfall which is coming on the 28th of february 2023 i can taste it you can taste it i can taste lightfall what, well, that's like? because the witness and his new disciple is, well, they say he's here, but they, they're nearly here. Alice is here, dude. What are you talking about? Well, no, no, he's nearly there. He's and is the witness his new disciple, Callus, or has he just got a new disciple and Callus is there just along for the ride? We don't well, know. Didn't, didn't the trailer call him the disciple or the, the, the new disciple? Like, Did it? Did I it? thought it did. You think a lot of things. I do. But we can confirm that there will be a new story. As you, you kind of know, there's going to be a story. There will also be the legendary mode that we had with the Witch Queen. And if you complete the legendary mode like we did with the Witch Queen, you will be set up with armor preparing you for everything that awaits in on Neptune, basically. So we had this last... yeah last year we had this last year with the witch queen that if you went through on the legendary campaign uh, it literally threw blues at you for each level that you went through to the point where you were able to get into the raid day one if you went through do it just doing the story now you could either do it solo and it, it had that kind of contest mode going for it that if you had if you were solo sometimes it worked out better for you uh Definitely going against Savathun solo was better than going with three of you because it was a lot harder. It kind of scales up as it as there's more kind of guardians there. So you might want to try and do it solo uh, on the legendary mode, which was good fun. I think we all did it, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Parody. Yep. yep. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, saying not not solo, but I did did the campaign with friends on legendary. Yep. But you found it harder, didn't you? You found it quite hard 
Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think honestly, at one point, I think I did Savathun solo because of the scaling. It was easier mm-hmm. to sort of run and hide and shoot as a single person than doing it with the team. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I did all mine solo as I think a void hunter, <clears throat> as a void hunter, just because, you know, survivability. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Ditto. It's also worth remembering if you are going to do the legendary campaign and you're, you know, upping your late level by just slapping on whatever new piece of armor you have on. Um, you should look at what your like resilience is or your recovery. Cause you could be playing with friends and all of a sudden you're crushing, you're doing great. And then you're done <laughs> every six seconds because your resilience is at like 13. As well, they're also to, like, reworking 90. resilience next season. So do we really have to pay attention to resilience next season Ooh, as we do now? Ooh, I mean, you do if you want to be resilient. Yes. Let me tell you the difference between like 13 and something reasonable is big. You're getting one shot from every night in the campaign going, what happened? What did I do? Yeah. Yeah, so- but that's right now. They said next season it's gonna it's, it's gonna go from forty percent to like thirty percent reduction or something like that. It, yeah, it's a significant that, nerf. But that's still a significant amount of resilience. I, uh-huh. I, I will I will take an extra thirty percent resilience versus not taking an extra thirty percent resilience. So as as we've pointed out, we we get a new six-player activity, and I believe it's called Terminal Overload, where the Shadow Legion and the Vex are conducting an all-out assault on the city. So we have to put an end to their destruction in the new public activity on Neptune. There's going to be a new raid, as we know, that's coming, is it March 10th, I believe? 10th, yeah. Like Something. two weeks after it drops, so is yeah. that the 10th? Yeah. Yeah. Gr- grind your faces off. Uh, and or just complete be... legendary. <laughs> There will be two dungeons that are coming in season 21, so not next season, and season 23. So as it goes, it goes raid, dungeon, raid, dungeon. And we we kind of know what the raid is coming in season really? 22. Well, it, it's been hinted at that there's some kind of machine that has wrath against us. So, yeah. Mm. Oh, the printer. I've missed the sense. I remember all of us saying we wish that that was a thing, but... Uh... Where's no, the I, hint about that? I, uh, they they've hinted at it. Have they now? Yes. Okay. Good. And Budgie just want to let us know that at the bottom of the lightful page, what you can get for your pre-order and your instant unlocks versus the deluxe edition versus the standard edition. So your pre-orders and instant unlocks, you get an exclusive emblem, an exclusive ghost. You get the lightful expansion, the new raid, and season twenty. That's for the standard one. And if you purchase the deluxe version, you get Lightful, New Raid, Season 20, 21, 22, and 23, Lightful Dungeon Key, the Quicksilver Storm, Catalyst, and Ornament, and the Lightful Exotic oh, Sparrow. Catalyst. Ooh. And Rahul's stash, his secret stash, that he's going to have four of, one per season. No, for those of us that got yeah. that seasonal... Uh, for those of us that already own the the machine gun you just mentioned, right? Because we've already got the quick the, the yeah the hundred dollar version of the game, right? Yeah. Auto rifle. Right? Yeah, we so don't good. have yet the catalyst, and we don't have yet the um, ornament, like you said, right? So people like us that have already pre ordered, will we get that uh, after the fact? Yes. Okay. And with that, will come with the strand with the strandy bits, and they yeah. will put the. Uh... The arc, the arc rockets back into the uh, catalyst that they accidentally gave us too quickly. 
Yeah. That gun looks so much fun next season. And with that, <laughs> well, speaking of weapons, that takes us into the season 20 weapon tuning preview. Oh, let's get it. I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it. Right. Are you excited to finally not have linear fusion rifles be the thing? I said I got it, you dirty. I was just filling right. the gap. I was pulling the respawn. I was, I was, I was, I was putting, putting words into the empty space. And now I'm going to tell yeah, you a story about all the yeah. geese that flew over my house this morning. There were a lot of geese that flew over my house. I looked out my window, heard a lot of honking. It was just like a giant squadron of geese just flying over. Do you guys like geese? Do you have geese where you are? Yeah. I enjoy a good goose. Yep. I don't know if they're geese. They 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 kind of look like geese, but they're black with red spots all over them. Those aren't geese. Not the Canadian no. kind. Well, oh no, we definitely do have geese. The, the the aggressive ones that have their wings spread out and bite you. They're not. They're doing their best. Yeah, no, that, they're doing that's their a goose. Best. That's different. That's <laughs> okay. Another, so, um, when playing on console, you're ready. Hold on. Do you want me to start at the beginning? Season two weapon tuning, the whole thing. Yeah, you, guardians. Guardians. you have to say good day. Good day, guys. We're back no. with another weapons preview. In season 19, mid-season balance update, we brought several changes to address the weapons in PvP. Crikey! In, se <laughs> in season 20, with a new weapon and raid incoming, we focus on a substantial pass over heavy weapons for PvE and adding subclass verbs to several exotic weapons, tying in with new anti-champion capabilities. These verbs now have. Yes. Thank you, Reese. So, <laughs> between the new weapon changes and everything else that's new or changing in Lightfall, we're looking forward to seeing what combinations players settle settle on for the legendary campaign and the day one raid. Cool. Well. Now I wasn't aware that you guys didn't have the red reticle on your PC. How have you been functioning without a red reticle? Mine is fluorescent green. No, but you know, you know, well, respawn wouldn't have known anyway. So I know red. I know red. I just can't tell red and pink. Red. Come on. But this is when playing on console, your reticle will turn red when it's over an enemy's head inside your weapon's effective range, which is just automatic for me. I just, but I never realized that you guys didn't have that kind of ping on your screen to say, right, you're now over that person's head. Nope, we just have the target. Ah. Yes, I guess. They get a point, point and go, I have a mouse, you'll be fine. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so linear uh, fusion rifles, We eh? do have like, some of our scopes still do the red highlight thing, though. So, mm. yeah. That tastes nice, does it? What? You pretend like you're not <laughs> eating. I'm not, I'm drinking coffee. Well, you're chewing the coffee. Mm. Is it thick? It is actually thick, and it's making my throat kind of sticky. So, yes, it is a little thick. This is, is the thick, worst show ever. Races? No, no, we've done worse. Okay, we have done worse. This man has been in an airport. Remember that. Like, like worst show ever, that's that's a pretty good bar to hit. Okay. Wow, man I mean, can't even drink coffee on air anymore. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Maybe, but... Uh, <sighs> Do what parody and I do. We mute our microphones, take a drink when we're not actually. I can do the thing you say you can hear me mute and unmute. You bitched about that too. I can't win with you. No, you can't actually. It's not me, it's the fans. <laughs> they complain. Mm hmm. Anyway, weapon archetypes. When playing on console, your reticule will turn red when it's over an enemy that's inside your weapon's effective range. I said that. 
And this is a useful aid that we've wanted to be global for a while. We've also enabled this on PC. In a future season, we'll be making this color customizable, similar to the base reticle color. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Mine's like fluorescent green, and it just, it's always that. It doesn't so change. Basically, you won't be able to see that then if you're colorblind. Or some versions of colorblind won't be able to see that. I don't, I don't think, I, I think you guys don't it's, quite it's, get what that means. It's right? it's making it color customizable. Right. If mine is always fluorescent green and it changes to a red, you can see the change happen. You know? Well, I, I don't, don't see it in grays, dude. I, no, no, but <laughs> I don't know what they've done then on PC. Whatever. All right. No, you're confusing the hell out of me. It's like, the, I'm not confusing you. I've told you multiple times the, the, the type of colorblind I have is shades of colors no, 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 that are close no, no, to that, each other. That's, dude. that's not what he's talking about. No. So, on, uh, so on PC... When you put your reticle on, like when you put your reticle on somebody, the color just doesn't change. Not even it just stays like like the default on Xbox is white. Like if right. your reticle is white and you and you put that reticle over someone and you're like I'm gonna shoot you, it just stays white. It doesn't yeah. change color to say hey I'm in range of this target. That's it what just, I said. Just nothing happens. Yeah, minus fluorescent green and it just stays that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now what they're saying is for the people on PC that we can already customize our color right what's going to happen is coming what they're going to do to the pc players is if i have a fluorescent green for example i hover over an enemy it's going to turn into that red now in future no, patches what they've continued that. to say is you can change it from going red over an enemy to whatever other color you want maybe you want it to turn blue when you highlight an enemy maybe you want it to turn purple when you highlight an enemy no no in i the get future, that then what's get... the confusing part because you're saying that you can do it now. No, we can change our reticle color. So like, you, can, you can change your base reticle color. If you look at my screen, it's pink right now. Yes. He can change yes. what, what would be like the default white on Xbox. He could change that default white to something else. And if I so go to settings moment, right now, when, when, gameplay. When they, when they put this on, the red reticle is now enabled on PC. Colorblind people won't be able to see that. If they can't see that shade of red, then they will. They may detect a change of color, but it may not be a terribly helpful change of color. That's what I'm trying to get to. Is that it's yes. They're, they're, even though they are changing it, and the color. But if you have colorblind settings on, then you'll have your type of colorblind setting already enabled. Okay. So if you're red colorblind, and let's say the game turns your red into a yellow, then it'll it'll turn yellow when you highlight an enemy, assuming Bungie takes that much attention for it. Right. Right. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, did Bungie ever actually fix the colorblind settings? Because I know for the longest they, time they, they, they finally they fixed them for, for the raid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. My, my my pink bars are now pink again. Right. Instead of yellow, my um <laughs> my pink bar, my yellow bars are pink again instead of being yellow. Right. Um. And in the Deepstone Crypt, for example, when everything was red, they finally <laughs> changed it so that they're different colors now. So I can. You, you can actually tell what all three of the of the, the different <laughs> four, buffs are. Or, four buffs, yeah. You can actually, you actually tell what they are as opposed to, um, you can say go to this doorway, but I can't, <laughs> I can't tell which doorway you're talking about, sir. Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. So they did finally fix that. Um, That's good. But yeah. Just we'll see if they, if, they, if they do anything with colorblind settings when it comes to these reticules. We're, we're guessing, but uh, I'm saying out the box, no. It's probably going to be red, and if you colorblind to red, you might just be... SOW for a while until they realize that it's not 
changing for colorblind people, and then they'll fix it a year later. Uh, <laughs> Question: What is SOW? Yeah. Uh, okay, I said SOW because I'm used to seeing it for work. <laughs> SOW is scope of work. I meant SOL. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, couldn't resist. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but what I can't resist is linear fusion rifle changes. You probably saw this coming. Linear fusion rifles outperform other heavy weapons for boss damage by a wide margin and have had plenty of time in the sun. We're bringing them down enough for other options to compete. At the same time, heavy exotic linear fusion rifles don't do enough to justify using one over a legendary. So they're not affected by this nerf. Now, the nerf is reduced... My throat is sticky. I hate you now for pointing that out. Reduced damage versus champions, mini-bosses, and bosses, and vehicles by 15%. And the Sleeper Simulant and Queen Breaker are unaffected. Sleeper fans, this is not a drill. I don't know why they're being excited, because next season there's going to be things brought up to be more powerful than this, but whatever. Well, you say that, but if if Sleeper's as good as it is, and the others are being brought down, it makes Sleeper a viable option doesn't it and possibly queen breakers as well yeah well, machine guns are getting a hell of a buff next season so look how many times have you actually actively taken a machine gun into like a raid destiny one destiny two can you count on one hand when you've used one for boss dps yeah one time does not count no, no, no. Okay, so one time even even hand. this season, even this season, no, no, even this season, the void submachine gun with target lock and four times the charm was doing nutty damage, and still is, right? Because I was doing a dungeon yesterday with Micah, and they were talking about using rockets, right? And I was using my submachine gun, uh, the void one that I'm okay, talking I about, re- and I, I was only like a hundred thousand behind them. I, so I yeah, it's very valuable. I should have definitely rephrased that. Count on the hands that you've actually taken in as a proper DPS weapon rather than just for funsies. No, it's not funsies. It's proper. It's this season, even no, when it was funsies. broken, it was more than proper. Funsies. It was meta, you know? Funsies. No, no. Da- Damage-wise, there was nothing even close this season to that to that void submachine gun. Um Machine gun, not submachine gun, because a void submachine gun is not going to do the same amount of damage. Yeah, the void light machine gun, right? And even then, um, there have been some raids where Thunderlord was king, right, back in D1. And even in D2, early D2, we had a, a, a meta where we were using heavy machine guns or light machine guns. Remember the Xenophage, for example? That was boss DPS for a couple of seasons. Doesn't count. It's a machine gun! <laughs> there. Proving your point. Anyway. Uh, wait, hold on. Okay, it's machine okay. guns. Machine guns have been buffed a few times over the past year or so, but only in PvE. We've opted to increase their base damage a little bit, which makes them more forgiving to use in PvP. The buff also applies across the board in PvE as well. PvP damage is typically the base, and PvE has multipliers on top of that. We're also substantially increasing machine gun reserves, nice, giving them higher uptime, particularly useful in hard content. So, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. 
Now, what are they doing? They're increasing the damage by approximately 10% with the following effects on time to kill against Guardians with Tier 6 Resilience. Uh, high impact frames, TTK reduced from 0.67 to 0.5 seconds. Rapid fire frame goes from 0.5 to 0.47 seconds. Adaptive frames unchanged at 0.53. Uh, they have an increased reserve ammo by 50%. Wow. At zero inventory stat and 20% at 100 inventory stat. That means something to somebody, but not me. It tells you underneath. Okay. Note inventory stat is a 0 to 100 value behind the scenes. This is presented as the actual number of rounds in the game. But you can still take this to mean that low reserve machine guns get a big boost while large reserve machine guns get a smaller boost. So basically, slower firing machine guns get more ma get more rounds than high rapid fire ones. Is what that tells me. Heavy grenade launchers. Oh my god. This is why I'm excited. Heavy grenade launchers haven't been touched in a while and are substantially below some of the heavy options for damage. On top of that, grenade launcher projectiles have travel time, ballistic arcs, and relatively small blast radiuses, so it can be hard to consistently land shots on a moving target and that may hit fewer and and they may hit fewer targets with the explosion than you'd expect. With this change, heavy grenade launchers should be significantly more useful in PvE and easier to use in both PvE and PvP. These changes are increased damage versus champions, mini-bosses, bosses, and vehicles by 20%. That is big. And miners by 40%. So red bars that already get obliterated, they're going to get obliterated even better. Improved projectile collision, making it slightly easier to land hits. Increased blast radius by a meter, and Parasite is unaffected as it already does bonkers damage. What they didn't tell us, guys, is they did not exclude yes. one particular grenade launcher that we've loved for many, many seasons called the Anarchy. Now... If you guys don't know what that is, if you're a new guardian, go to the kiosk and buy it. It is a grenade launcher Wait, what that shoots that? In, the, the one in the tower. How, how many raids am I going to need to do to buy this grenade launcher as oh, a new guardian? Uh, we've seen That's a, a good question. Plan. That's a good question. I don't know. I know you need, uh, what, 25 going to tell you half the information and <laughs> a no, reasonable area to, you area to go and I will search. tell you. All of the information right oh, now. You, you I just need to travel all... from point A to point B, sir. So no, this but you went a... go to go to this place and buy this. That's all you said. So if you're new here, we, please excuse him because this is the information that he gives you. He's we'll get it out of him here. in a second. Hang on. Well, I I do this because I'm trying to move forward. But if they want me to actually spell the whole thing out for you, I can't. You have so to. So there's a kiosk all... in the tower. You have your you have your your inventory kiosks, right? And in the middle of that is the exotic kiosk slash legendaries you can't get anymore, right? The monuments to lost light. Mm -hmm. That one in between the two vaults. That's what I just said. Yeah. You, yeah. Okay. Next, and in, 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 you do your inventory stuff. Okay. So. Okay, you go there. I'm going to show you right now if you're watching. If you're not watching, as soon as you spawn into the tower, 
basically on the right hand side, kind of in the middle, you have your inventory management vault uh, units, and you have this big statue with guardians, right? You got three guardians, uh, two it's of them are holding snipers, whatever. It's called Shaxer. the Exotic Archive, Monument of Lost Lights, right? It's the one between Shax, your crucible vendor, and the gunsmith, your gunsmith. Mm-hmm. Now, which season is Anarchy in, and can we even buy it, and did I lie to you? Yep, there it is. Okay, so under the Forsaken Exotics, it's called Anarchy. You're going to need one exotic cipher, which you should have, because there gives you one. You're going to need 150,000 Glimmer and 240 Spoils of Conquest. Now, an entire raid will give you about 25, so you can do the math on that. However many raids you need to do, it looks like 10-ish. So um, just knock out 10 raids and you can buy this one. All you got to do. <laughs> That's like new well, you should be doing raids anyway. So, you know. Knock out these 10 raids and you're, you're good. And you're you need set. two ascendant shards, right? Uh, so there. And then you buy the anarchy. Now, why is the anarchy special? Why are, we, why are we pointing this out? Because it's not a traditional grenade launcher. It doesn't fire an exploding projectile and then that's it. No. It fires what's basically a taser dart, you could call it. And then you can fire up to five of these, and these taser darts will chain to each other. And every half a second, they will do tick damage. Now, this tick damage adds up over time and does lots and lots and lots of damage, or at least in the past it has. They've nerfed it since then, but apparently they're bringing it back. Oh, I'm sorry, it's six. You can chain up to six. And you can do all kinds of crazy stuff with this. You can chain doorways, you can chain bosses, and if you tag a boss with two of them, it'll keep chaining damage across him for, what, 10 seconds? Or did it get nerfed down to six? Can't remember. You're the only but, one with this weapon, so you're going to have to tell us. <laughs> I don't think it says it in the weapon, though. This is what I'm saying. I don't think it says it in the weapon, but let's check. It doesn't matter. Either way, yeah. This, Either way, this, it does tons of damage, and we, we use it for boss damage, for actually everything. Every activity, this was good for many seasons, right? And then because it was so good, Bungie hit it with the hammer multiple times to bring it in line with everything else. With this buff, with this 20% damage buff, the Anarchy could very well be the DPS king it once used to be, and I'm very, very excited to see if that's the case. All right. Oh. One grenade launcher that I haven't heard that many people talk about as such is the Prospector. Now, that one was a very good DPS one, wasn't it? In, I believe it was Crown of Sorrow when we had that. Yeah, Prospector is unique too, um, but it's more, it's more, it's it's less boss DPS now and more ad clear, right? Because the Prospector was the only full auto grenade launcher that we had in the game, right? So as long as you held that trigger down, it would keep pumping out grenades now everything is full auto so that doesn't really count anymore right but what made the prospector special is you could unload an entire clip of these grenades onto a boss while holding down the trigger and they would not detonate and when you let go they would all detonate at once right so big chunks of damage at once and it had like a large magazine wasn't like eight rounds eight ten rounds in the magazine it's like a large magazine i don't know how many but it was big and it did solar damage so now they've on the catalyst they've no not on the catalyst on the gun itself they've given it chain reaction so if you don't know what chain reaction is just you blow up one enemy he detonates and if it does enough damage to the guys around him they also detonate and if they do enough damage they detonate it's it's a chain reaction of explosions right 
So, um, yeah, and, and it was very good for boss damage too, but compared to the anarchy, it, it always came in underneath the anarchy, right? Uh, just because the anarchy, the anarchy was especially good because you could hit the boss with three darts, swap to a different weapon, do damage with this weapon while the anarchy is doing its damage, and swap back to the anarchy, tag him with three more darts, swap back to another weapon, do more damage. So it's not just the anarchy's damage, it's the anarchy plus other weapons doing damage to the boss that made it so ridiculously good, right? But what so, I'm saying is don't sleep on Prospector. Maybe give it a whirl. Because like sure, you said... No, absolutely. It, it, yeah. it, it does the, the the fire damage when it hits them with the well with the grenades. And then right. it, if it does kill somebody or kills does damage, it then does the arc explosion. So you're getting like the two explosions on the, the enemy side. It does arc explosions? Yeah, it's an, it's an arc weapon. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, don't slip on that. It's also a good one. Also, to keep an eye open for, you want you if you're looking at grenade launchers now, legendary ones, you want ones that have full court. Uh, spike grenades, possibly auto-loading holster. What else was good on grenade launchers back in the day? Well, whatever ones are going to give us some life fall, they're going to be better than those. Yeah. Yeah, but we're talking about perk-wise. You know, start to look out for these perks, right? So um, the full court is the longer the, the round travels, the more damage it does. Spike grenades is if you manage to hit a target directly with a round, it does additional damage on top of that. Uh, oh, and uh, uh, what's the boss damage perk with the bird? Um, and the other one you want to look out for is called Vorpal. That's right. Uh, spike grenades, full court, Vorpal, I believe, was the god roll on a lot of grenade launchers. Back when grenade launchers were the thing. So you might want to keep looking out for those as well. So spike, vorpal, auto-loading holster, spike. Um, oh, and the other one, uh, explosive light. Explosive light was the other perk I was thinking about. Yes, explosive light's also going to be very good. As you pick up orbs of light, it charges the rounds in your grenade launcher up to six. So that they, when they come out, they do... X number percent more damage. I don't know if it's double or what, but they do even more damage than normal grenade launcher rounds. So that was the other one. Keep an eye open for those. I just hit my mic. Sorry if y'all heard that. My bad. Oh, funny what thing. We didn't shotguns. actually hear that. Yeah, no. Moving on to shotguns. The new shotgun reticles now show the correct spread pattern, but its shipping form, but in its shipping form, the size of the reticle wasn't affected by the current spread angle, which will change if you jump or with magazine options such as smoothbore. This change should make the reticle accurate in most ways at 85 degree fields of view. A change, a change to make this accurate for all field of view options will come in a future season. I wonder why 85. Is that the default? I can't even remember anymore. No idea. I mean, yeah, just yeah. I'm at one one hundred five, I think. So yeah, I don't know why. It's probably, it's, probably, it's probably the default on everything that's not a latest series console or PC. Yeah, I probably. Don't, I don't remember what it is offhand, but that sounds about right. Uh, shotgun reticles now change in size proportional to spread angle. And on a related note, the Legend of Acrius hipfire reticle is now a bit more representative of its very large spread angle. Moving on to kinetic weapons, can one of you take over? I need to get water. Of course, yeah. Okay. 
so yeah with, with with shotguns i mean we we changed the the reticles to different shapes and now we're going to change them to have a correct spread pattern so more tinkering behind the scenes but then uh, i mean i've seen a lot of slide shotguns in iron banner since they made the changes with the slide mm -hmm. shotguns recently so that they are slowly coming back so i think with this it might might balance it out a little bit more now with actually changing the size proportional to the spread angle as well so i would say keep your ears to the ground and your eyes peeled for a fallout video but i think he's sick and tired of making shotgun <laughs> videos but he could make like, one you'll figure just, it out just in case yeah and if not somebody will make one with the new changes and go here's here's what you need to know i can guarantee you it won't be us because we no. are not professional in any way of making things like that but no. what we can tell you is that the kinetic weapons are getting a bit of a buff so the kinetic slot weapons have always done five percent more damage versus unshielded targets in pve this meant that the kinetic slot stasis weapons were straight up better well we all kind of knew that but now they're telling us blatantly yeah was this also was this news to anybody else that extra damage i don't Did think I... so well i may maybe new people coming <laughs> into the game they didn't know but yeah so your kinetic weapons and then the ones that are in your primary slot that or not even in your primary slot the ones that have got stasis on them were doing better than like your void your arc and your solar weapons so they want to give players more of a reason to run a kinetic damage type weapon so instead of a kinetic slot damage boost we're switching to a kinetic damage type boost based on whether your kinetic weapon uses primary or special ammo and increase the bonus significantly so the kinetic primary weapon damage multiplier increases from 1.05 to 1.1 the kinetic special weapon primary damage multiplier increases from 1.05 to 1.15 and the kinetic slot stasis weapons no longer have the five percent damage bonus versus unshielded targets in pve uh, there is also a kinetic damage type perk coming in lightfall now i did hear a lot of people on i think it was uh, dcp and uh, the last word podcast kind of trying to get wrap their head around what a kinetic damage type perk would do more than what it does now and what it could entail have, have you got any ideas because they didn't have any ideas and i definitely don't have any ideas apart from it maybe i think the only thing that they came up with was like a shield piercing or uh unflinching well it flinches more kind of thing but yeah it's no, not like... necessarily shield piercing but let's say um non-shielded enemies you could uh shoot the bullet through them and hit things behind them right give it a verb you cowards give it a verb right <laughs> you mean kinetic verb of some sort mm. um collateral call it collateral <laughs> right mm. there you go boom so it's a bit like dragonfly and firefly but a little less weaker no no it's not it's not like either one yeah. of them there's no explosion it just no, goes through them no, and hits things behind collateral. them when you say same. collateral that's what i yeah. i yeah, think it's explosions yeah, See, no, I'm not thinking of on kill, they explode. I'm thinking of on shot, the bullet goes through this enemy and also hits the enemy behind them, therefore doing damage to two enemies, not necessarily having to kill them. Just the bullet goes through them, therefore you're doing damage to more than one enemy at a time. I mean, what they could do is repurpose some of the perks that we've had in Destiny 1 that haven't made their way into Destiny 2 and just transform that into what the kinetic weapons are now. Like Maybe what? that's what they're doing. 
And I'm trying like, to think. I'm trying to think because I I can't remember. There were a couple of perks that it sounds now that you were talking about it that sound very familiar to like Destiny One perks. But you, somebody else carry on, and I'll just have I'm gonna have a quick look. For example, snipers in PvP, right? If you have a high powered, a high impact sniper, and you have two guardians standing behind each other, you could potentially kill both with the same bullet, right? But what if kinetic weapons, by default, if they're not shielded, just goes through the enemy and hits enemies behind them? Therefore, you, you, you're damaging more than one guy at a time. Therefore, you're able to kill groups of adds even faster, right? Because you don't necessarily need a kill to detonate an explosion like Firefly or Dragonfly. You just need them to stand kind of behind each other, like they do a lot of the time when they're coming out of doorways and whatnot, right? Just mow them down as they're coming out. You know, I mean, it's just the first thing I came up with because I can't really think of anything else that would, I don't know, justify a kinetic weapon over an energy one. You know, maybe hollow point, maybe, maybe them wearing armor does more damage if you have hollow point kinetic rounds, you know, armored, armored combatants like yellow bars take more damage from kinetic weapons because of hollow point. Quote, quote, hollow point, right? Uh, I mean, just, who knows? Who freaking knows? It's Bungie. They'll come up with something. It'll give you airborne accuracy. Yeah. Don't know. I'm, I'm curious, as someone who in, really enjoys his kinetic weapons that fire forever, I'm curious to see them get some love, whatever it ends up being. I think this would be interesting, too, because we're going to have Strand and just a whole other element of gameplay. And a whole bunch of new enemy types to combat, like the big giant, uh, I can't remember what they're called, like the bruiser guys who can steal our light or, you know, suppress our light. Maybe it's something around that. Maybe it's, you know, a strength against them or something for the Yeah, that's a good too. idea, actually. Because, you know, we're going to have just different, different elements in the game, you know, this real sense of suppression and whatever else, you know, Bungie does with that. Yeah. So, exotics. There are changes coming to some exotics. Are we excited about this? No. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Possibly. Possibly. The ones I have, yes. The ones I don't have, no. Ah. So just like many players, we've wanted exotic weapons that have a strong theming around their damage type to use the real subclass 3.0 verbs. So just to make you happy, Parody. Mm -hmm. I do love my verbs. And Lightfall's longer development and playtesting cycles gave us the opportunity to add subclass verbs to many of the top picks. Our goal with the adding subclass 3.0 verbs is to is to this grant. That doesn't make sense. Is to this grant. Really? That that's not just me, is it? No, 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 I see. Our goal with adding subclass 3.0 verbs is to this grant these weapons. Yeah, no, they, this That's that's all right then. It's it's not just my reading. My my mind went, what? No, <laughs> no, you, you, it was justified this time. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> So basically, Bungie's goal was adding subclass 3.0 verbs to these weapons, adding functionality and letting them tie into the subclass build more meaningful way. So what I don't get, and we'll go through the weapons, is that where's my risk runner on this? Where is my risk runner on this list? Hey, Right. The one, the one obvious one. Well, second obvious one. I mean, Dunshot was the first obvious one that they have actually kind of decided. Well, risk runner already changed lightning. It already has the the shocking perk on at all times. So 
Yep, yeah, I want it to time with verbs. I want a verbiage on there. So the Queen's Breaker's bow, his blinding effects was underwhelming for heavy weapon. So note that Queen's Breaker was also not affected by the global damage reduction to linear fusion rifles, making it substantially stronger by comparison. So shot now is a strong word. It's ten percent no, no. stronger, making it substantially <laughs> stronger by comparison. Yeah, well, percent is substantial by comparison. Yeah, shot now chains to nearby enemies, and uses our three point blind. So does that mean every shot of the Queen Breaker is going to have chain lightning to it? Imagine that in Gambit. The Queen's Breaker's coming back to Gambit, guys. Queen's Breaker would actually be pretty good. Now, maybe not boss DPS. Absolutely not. Oh, no, no. But for ad clear? Or but, in PvP. I mean, really, why would you want a heavy for ad clear? Hold on, let's let's think about this. Or PvP. Mm, oh. Oh. People capturing a zone, you you <laughs> get one of them, uh -huh. blind the rest of them, and the arc just like chains the, all the rest of them you standing on that capture point. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, okay. Competition. Yeah. Ruinous Effigy. This. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. So if you've missed this weapon, this is the weapon. If you get a kill, you transform that guardian or that enemy into a little void bully, and yep. you can pick up that void bully. You used to get damage reduction from it, but I think... You, you do. If you pop the shield, you still get some damage oh, reduction. Yes. And then you can slam it onto other people and just... It, it turned into great fun when it first came out, and then they kind of nerfed it. We've just confused a lot of people. <laughs> so it turns them into a bolly. While yeah. you have this ball, you can do one of three things. A, you can pop a shield around yourself, and while you're in the shield, you get a menial level of damage reduction. It's not what it used to be, but it's some. And everything within the sphere is taking void damage. That's the first thing you can do. Second thing you do is you can just beat people with the ball like you can whenever you're holding anything else, right? And the third thing you can do is you can slam the ball down for an AOE explosion, okay? And this all comes from using a, uh, not a linear fusion rifle, what are these called? A trace rifle to turn somebody into a void basketball. <laughs> it was so much fun. And now I hear that it's suppressing? Oh, yes. So if you're a hunter, with the build that we've been using this season, every time you dunk this ball on a group of ads, you're going to go invis and get an overshield. I love it. Does that build use any mod from this season, or is it just the pure exotic? That's the pure pure hunter build. No exotics necessary, no mods necessary from this season. Well, there you go. Beautiful. Yep. So what you're saying is I should probably finish my catalyst through in this effigy at some point and remember that weapon exists. Oh, dude, you don't... Oh, man. Yes, you should totally do that. It's such a fun thing to use, too, man. Because, oh, like, I you, never pick up a ball, you pick up a ball, you get a shield that's damaging, and and, and, and not only is it damaging them... explain the weapon to me. I understand the weapon. But, like, but weapon. like used even the when they go into the orb, it's almost like it's a blinding effect. But they're not blind, but they don't really attack you, right? Because they're all like, oh, God, it hurts, it burns, eh, right? They're, they're like, stunned when they go in there. And then you slam it and kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. Turn somebody right. else into a ball. <laughs> Again, none of none of this is news. I understand all of this. I'm just saying I, so I never finished the catalyst on it and never saw a reason to go back to it. Oh, and now God. there might be a reason to go back to it. Because yeah, the transmute, transmutation spheres, transmutation spheres, slam mm -hmm. attack now suppresses. So you do like a bit of void, so there you go. You can slam people and, and suppress them. 
I like whatever plunder the booty tells me to run. Right now it's void because void is delicious. There you go. Now, what do you have for void? Because I know hunters. If if I kill a suppressed enemy, I go in this. I get an overshield. It's good stuff. What about you? I if don't. You die. kill suppressed enemies. Oh, I don't care about suppressing them. I just care about having an unbreakable shield of death and all the bullets in the world. Well, how do you get that shield of death? By doing what? By throwing down a small wall and standing near it for me and all uh, my friends. That, okay, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> so the, the, the Leviathan's Breath, the bow that everybody has forgotten about, mm -hmm. got a buff a few seasons back, inadvertently reduced the PvP damage. Not that I don't think anyone was... I say that, actually, I did get killed in Gambit there's, with it once. There's one guy, there's always one. There's one person out there mm -hmm. somewhere that's got like 90,000 kills on that bow. There's always one person. I'm convinced of this. That's my son. He loves Every... going into PvP with a three-bow build. Every yeah. every exotic has their one super fan. Leviathan's breath reminds me of those kind of huge crossbows that you you see in kind of Robin Hood films, mm -hmm. where they have to stand on it and pull it up with both hands to load the arrow, yeah. and then they kind of heave it up onto their shoulder before they can yeah. take a shot. That yeah. is what Leviathan's breath is like. It just it's so 400%. slow, and even though they gave it a catalyst that did extra things, that when you actually did get a shot, you kind of you could rapidly fire it off it's just like it's one of those weapons that i think maybe it's gonna be good maybe it's not but they they keep well, tweaking you with... a lot of in game activity with champions every now and again you'll need to have the the no, leviathan no, because it'll don't. cover yes because no, it's got an you don't, champion. You, you no, don't, you don't need no need no. is a real strong word i don't think i've used before it for, uh, before we had before years. we had thunderlord leviathan's yeah. breath was the go-to People might be using Thunderlord not, now. Not for me. For what? For exactly. Yeah. For the champion mod on it. They the last the time I used mod. it was to get the catalyst for it. That Which, was it. And what mod does it have on it? Uh, it overload. It? Like I don't remember. So I think it's overload. Overload or unstoppable. It's one of those two. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would never touch it for either of those things. But sure, but you do. When they did buff it a few <laughs> seasons back, they reduced the PvP damage. Enough that it could no longer one hit kill players in their supers in their supers with headshots. They fixed right. that, uh, but they're also adding volatile and increasing the damage versus champion substantially. Another substantial impact here to highlight its anti champion role. So it What's... might be good with anti champions now. Yeah, 30% damage buff, absolutely. And if you have the catalyst, it like almost doubles your not your magazine, your quiver capacity, right. So I mean, it 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 one shot stuns champions while taking a huge chunk of their health away, even before this buff. This is right? going to be a. This is going to be. I'm going to run this for funsies because it applies volatile. You can kill a guardian in their super, but that is provisional on whether you've actually picked up heavy to actually kill that guardian in. The and super. if you can aim. And <laughs> but, yeah, they haven't targeted you. First. You are you are on the other side of the map, and you've. Fired that bow you get, into the air. Yeah, one or two shots. Head. You get yeah. like one or two shots with that, and that's it. <laughs> and then if you miss the one shot, it takes you five minutes to reload that second shot. Week and a half or so. Yeah, it's by mail. It comes to you by mail. So the um, one thousand voices yes. was briefly a top pick in season fourteen way back when, but mm. it has also been eclipsed by other options since then. They wanted to lean even more into its chaining of solo explosions by adding Scorch. And with the global heavy weapon changes, it's also a strong option. So if you have Ember of Ashes equipped 
and landing a full burst on a single target will trigger the ignition immediately. Exact results may vary depending on whether your other players are also scorching a target. So, yeah, it, it does scorch. Ember of Ashes is the mod, isn't it, I believe? Was that it? Or the, the fragment thing? Yes, that's it. So we all have access to it. Hunters, Warlocks, Titans. We do. Unfortunately, it is not a linear, so it's treated as just a standard fusion rifle. And yes, it's also but... a raid one, so you still have to go do the raid to, ac to acquire it. You or do. buy one. <laughs> you, okay, so buy you have to go, then go do 15 oh, to 20 no, You can't buy it? Really? Oh, we go through this all the time. You can only buy the raid weapons that there are no longer the raids for. 1,000 okay. Voices is in the last wish raid. So when oh. that comes up each week, when it's, the, when it's the focused uh, raid for the week, you can farm the final boss or that final run to get the keys to open the chest in the final run. Oh, he's right. Yep, go do the raid. <laughs> go do the raid a whole bunch of times and hope for the best. I right. hope I know because I don't make some videos on this. Oh. Anyway. Each explosion now applies 10 plus 5 with Ember of Ashes Scorch Stacks. Sunshot was a top candidate for applying solar subclass verbs, and the explosions are you a clear. Think? That was a huge ball they dropped on that one. They didn't give that scorched. Everyone was like, what? <laughs> Again, Risk Runner. Risk Runner already does the thing, though. It doesn't do verbiage. As a matter of fact, it's, it's even better. You don't want it to have that verbiage because... Because I want people to be blinded. Volchot, Volchot is a worse version of what it does on, on your submachine gun. Volchot is only I after want... you get a kill, then it chains lightning once, right? I, I want people to be blinded. Yours I want lightning the lightning. whole time, dude. Yep. And I want an overshield. I want all the things with my risk runner. Get out of here. Nope. It already chains lightning. I can tell you that Sunshot's explosions on a kill now applies 10 plus 5 scorch stacks. Wow. Polaris Lance is also one of these ones that's also getting a burn effect. Wait, wait, on a kill? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't apply Scorch as you're shooting an enemy? That's dumb. Well, you take it out with Bungie. Okay. Maybe I will. So Polaris Lance has always had a burn effect, so it's an obvious change to switch this to Scorch. The perfect fifth shot now applies 40 plus 20 Scorch stacks instead of a custom burn. The two-tailed fox has tough composition as a heavy exotic weapon, but now it's the only weapon that can apply subclass verbs from multiple damage types without extra steps. So the solar rockets now apply 60 plus 30 scorch stacks instead of a burn. The void rocket already applies suppress, and the catalyst completes the trifecta. Yes, but we don't know if it's going to chain lightning or blind, so don't ask. You're going to be blinded, suppressed, and burning. Blinded You're not by the a chance. Yeah, I would guess chain lightning since you already have the blinding, but you know, it's a surprise. We'll see. I, I take it back. Nobody's going to be using Leviathan's Breath. We're all going to be using two tail foxes. <laughs> no. Sorry. That Rackle Launcher deserves some love. It doesn't it, have champion mods on it, dude. It wants to be good. It could next season. You don't know what's uh, going to be. Hang on a minute. Season. You don't need champion mods if you've got the two tailed fox and it's got the verbiage that then does the things that also affect the champions that are coming next season. Oh, true. Oh. Oh, I see. True. It's all a change. It's all changed, my friend. And speaking of trace rifles, Prometheus Lens has a utility with its Solar 3.0 rework 
but we wanted to give it something more spectacular on kills. Ooh. Now, Prometheus Lens comes with incandescent on its catalyst. Let's go. <laughs> Dread Overture, which is already good this season, is getting a buff. It's increasing the missile damage by 50%. Um, that brings it up plenty. It just needed its blind updated to tie into Arc 3.0. So we've switched the Catalyst to use Arc Blind. Very nice. And the Grand Overture, that's the machine gun, the heavy machine gun, isn't it? That... That's the heavy machine gun that shoots little lightning balls. And then when you hit oh, 20 yeah. enemies with a lightning that's ball, it. you get 20 rockets in a magazine. And then you just fire all the rockets at once. Yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you don't have to, but people do. You do have to. Well, no, you can fire a couple at a time. It, it no, lets no, you... No, you have to. You have <laughs> to just hold that button down and just fire it all off. Teraba does not need a buff. Teraba is a monster. No, wait, not Teraba. What's the one that's got the beast? Yeah, Teraba. Yeah, no, it's already doing well. What do you mean it needs a buff? Shut up. When you say things like that, you do have to explain to the people that are listening on the podcast that you're now speaking to chat. Sorry. Uh, we're starting to experiment with hip-fire weapon radicals conveying and more information. to the mic when you're speaking instead of just reading it out loud to yourself. You said move closer to the mic? Yes, because you sounded like you were over here reading it to yourself from a different yeah. screen. See, no, that's what we're talking about. My head never moved. I just turned to the left, and you heard the difference. See, that's what I'm talking about, being directional. Well, wow. redirect okay. better and speak to the mic. Yeah, redirect yep. head. Fair enough. I'll just move the mic to where I'm looking now. <laughs> All right. So we've started experimenting with hip fire weapon reticles conveying more information and use the manticore as a test bed for this. You can expect to see more weapon type or exotic weapon functionality showing up in hip fire reticles in season twenty one and beyond. So you're expecting me to hip fire more things, okay? Sure. No, sure. no, just no. When you're when you're in the hip fire stance, aka not sighted in, your reticule will show extra information. You know, I actually have to fire the weapon. You just have to not be scoped in. Seems like they want me to hip fire it. I mean, they might add a reticule element to the manticore, showing current stacks of anti grav repulsor. Now. That answered that question. I was like, is the the Manticore the one where you fly? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. Perks. With Strand coming into the game, along with new Strand weapon damage perks, we've updated a couple of older perks. Osmosis will now work with Strand. Elemental Capacitor now has the following effect when using a Strand subclass. It gives you... Are you guys ready for this? Yep. No. no. Plus 20 airborne effectiveness. <laughs> it gets better. I mean, it gets better. perfect for Strand. I mean, that makes it sense. It gets better. If you use the enhanced perk, you get plus 25 aerial effectiveness. Bam. Okay. So to make it usable with Strand, <laughs> you're going to need this. <laughs> Rewind rounds. Obviously, the hardest thing that I can try to pronounce in this game will be appearing on more weapons and Lightfall, but was custom-built to only work with Vault of Glass weapon sets. We've tweaked it to be a more general-purpose perk. 
Rewind Rounds is a perk that the more rounds you land on a target, refills your magazine automatically upon being emptied based on how many hits you've landed. The more hits you land, the more rounds you get automatically when you drain your magazine. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to explain that better, but I think I think that's as good as I can do. <laughs> Uh, people get rounds got it yeah because uh, you don't have to reload it'll just auto put these rounds in your magazine and it feeds upon itself so the more of these rounds you land on a target the more you get back etc it, it has diminishing returns but you know some people titans don't like to reload so you know it takes away from their immersion yeah breaks my immersion i don't believe in reloading or dying that's right um it's also been rebuilt to work on non-vault of glass weapons now, Eager Edge is a sword in this game <laughs> that a lot of speedrunners and trolls use to skip entire areas or kill you. Um, with a with I a very fast. Yeah, they 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 can kill you in non PvP environments with this sword. Okay, mm-hmm. I smash you into walls. Yep. Eager Edge has some bugs that needed addressing in a previous release. We have now taken the time to do a more complete rework, which also lets us reduce or remove most of the restrictions that were in place. So it no longer deactivates when moving faster than 35 milliseconds. Yeah. Meters per second, sorry. 35 no, meters per second. second. They should have a slash there, right? 35 meters per second. Not Are you sure it's meters or it's milliseconds? It could be milliseconds. But that that wouldn't make any sense, though. Faster than thirty five milliseconds in in reference to what? Moving fast. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. It would have to be meters per second. Um, it also deactivates correctly after a single melee swing, and it reduced the base lunge distance buff from two to one point eight. I'm assuming meters because they didn't give us. A, those are oh. lunge. Those are lunge units. Yeah, lunge units. One point eight lunge units. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Uh, re- <laughs> it's actually based on the length of a Titan's uh, super short melee arms from Destiny One. Oh, it's, uh, okay. One point eight of those. I oh, know. I thought it was based on the. You warlock. have short arms because you have giant shoulders to compensate. Duh. Right. That's why uh, the lunge units are different. <laughs> uh, reduced airborne lunge distance penalty from twenty five percent to twenty percent. So they've reduced the penalty. So, and the enhanced perk now increases lunge, dis- lunge distance slightly back up to two something. <laughs> lunge units. An arbitrary huh? number of two, right? So, um, now you won't be able to skip an entire section of a raid like you used to, but you have some functionality back in your swords. Congratulations, guys. Blinding grenades on grenade launchers don't do arc damage. Therefore, it is not appropriate for them to trigger arc 3.0 blind effects. That makes sense, but it's also dumb. We don't we didn't feel the need to change their disorienting effect though, so we've updated the name to overlap less. Renamed blinding grenades due to disorienting grenades. Now does this mean they will no longer blind. Because they do blind. Even though it's not the arc verbiage, they do blind you. No, they're going to disorientate. 
So it'll be halfway between blinding you. So you'll still see something on your screen. You just won't be able to see that shotgun in your face. Mm. Vice Stinger is one of the most desirable origin traits in the game for now. Particularly, but not only, on linear fusion rifles, to the point where it makes it hard for non-viced weapons to compete. It needed some adjustment, and with this change, it's still viable, but more in line with other origin traits. I'm, I'm sorry, Respawn, I'm going to have to stop you there, right? I'm going to have to reload. But they, they write this like... Like uh, another school child has written the code for this and they've gone, <laughs> no, 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 you've done that wrong. And they're rewriting. It's like, you put this in the game. You even made it <laughs> right. worse this season with a mod on the artifact. To, oh, just... This thing was really strong. We made it stronger. We decided we didn't like that. No, I but no, I agree with this. Cause this but it's cause not our fault. They, they let you be gods for a season and then... I believe somebody once said they should never nerf anything. I, I agree. I, I usually know who's very angry at nerfs, but I'm not sure who this man is who is sitting in this respawn chair, but I believe him to be an imposter night demon. I think we have been infiltrated. I think, oh, I, you know what? It's Savathun. Savathun is with us today. Everyone uh, respawn is being played by Savathun this time because this is clearly not respawn. You know what? I have been contacted by several sense. of our listeners pointing mm -hmm. out the fact that respawn has been very subdued over the last couple of months. And I have had to apologize for this. Like, I'm I'm really sorry. I have tried to poke the bear today and he's still not being poked. This is nigh unpokable at this point. Yeah, he's, I, he's, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's happened. You're here. too laid back. I would like to. I would like to file a series of. We get, we get mixed. We get mixed things because when I was talking to some of the guys from some of our other podcasts, we were doing stuff the other day, and they said specifically, as soon as I hear respawn raise his voice, I skip. <laughs> so <I was> like, <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> some people want a rant, and some people don't. Well, this is uh, not you know. As soon as I hear respawn's voice, I skip. I mean that that's a little more drastic, but. At least you get I the can always change part. his voice if you if you don't like it. If you contact Ooh. me by email, I'll send you your yeah. own private version of him as a Ooh. chipmunk. I think I, I, would that be a? I think we should do it. I think you should do a Patreon at this point and make respawn a, a <laughs> chipmunk. I, I'm pretty sure that, that would be that would be something to entice the patrons with. A nice respawn uh, respawn chipmunk edit. Yeah, I also volunteer his tribute to be to be something. You know, pick pick, um. pick a lovely animal for me. Speaking of which, did anybody ever tell us who our streamer alter egos were? I didn't see any feedback. I did. Who, who I were, saw a flash. Oh. I, I, I got some feedback on our email as we are here. Good. Excellent. Okay, right. we'll get to Let that, me... but that's well, that's yeah. cool. We're almost done with this. Okay. So the change that they made to Vice is instead of it reloading your entire magazine, it only loads 25% of the magazine. So mm. I'm not happy with that. Yeah, I mean, well, you can still get it to trigger within this 25% and it just keep giving no. you 25% of the magazine back. Yeah, no. If you're that lucky, right? Nope, I don't like it. <laughs> not happy with it. So the future, not just the rapper. We're already hard at work on seasons 21 and 22, and some of the changes we're making include adding a full auto melee accessibility setting. What sense does this make? Okay. I saw Asakoff talking about this. He he really wants just an auto punching titan, right? But what what sense does this make? Somebody please break this down for me. I think the key word there is accessibility. I think it's all about accessibility. 
Okay. So we're talking we're talking somebody who's disabled in one way or another. They can just hold a button and continuously melee instead of rapidly pushing it. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, it's not for you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's while the accessibility setting setting for full auto firing helps us with older, slower reflexes, because we are disabled against the young people. Uh-huh. I think this is, you know, people who are either, you know, again, using accessibility features for one thing or another, this is to yeah. help them. This isn't for everyone. While we can all find, you know, joy and love in the full auto firing, the full auto melee, right. again, accessibility. I don't know if I would, though, because the last thing I want is to throw a throwing knife and then melee three times in a row. <laughs> well, good news. You won't have to. Yeah, it's a toggle, right? It's probably a toggle. Yeah, it's a, it's a right. setting. So, yeah, you can set it on or set okay, it there off. It is, which will apply to all forms of melee. Hear me out. All forms. Empowered melee, non-empowered melee, all forms of melee. A pass over a weapon type and exotic weapon hipfire reticules, including increasing how visibly they change even at high field of vision, and adding features like charge meters and exotic perk counters. Nice. I like a charge meter. We've also got balance changes in the works, but it's a little too early to get to to get into them. We'll have more information to share post Lightfall. Two more weeks, guys. I think. What's today's date? Two more weeks. Bless him. Three no, we got weeks. a month. We got a month and two weeks. No, okay. We've got three no? weeks. We got three weeks. It's two weeks, five weeks, three weeks. It's coming. And that is it for the weapon tuning portion of the Twabby. That is. Lightfall, for those of you consulting your calendars, is at the end of February. Well, February is a short very last day. Yeah, well, it's a shorter month. It's a couple of weeks away. So if you look at your calendar, it's the end of February, that's when Lightfall comes out. It is not a leap year. Yep, so last day of February. Now, what were we talking about? Before? The big stuff. We're getting to the TWAB. No, this week were... at Bungie for the 2nd of February, 2023. You were saying something, but I said, we're almost done with this. What were we all talking about? Oh, I'll go back to parody. Oh, the feedback. The feedback. Yeah. Uh, so... Isha, Isha Baldwin Hammer says, and apologies if I'm butchering your name, I probably am butchering your name. You probably are. <laughs> this is something um, like a uh, His alter ego, as far as voices go, is Patton Oswalt. I listen is, to the pod every week, good. and all I think of him is when I hear Respawn's voice. Okay. <laughs> so you are, Patton you are Patton Oswalt. So Patton not, Os- Des- not, not a Destiny streamer, but that's, that's who your alter ego is. So you are as a person. But that's it. It's stuck. Oh, this guy! I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I like him. He's a good. I like him. Okay. I don't like this respawn. He's he's mellowed. Yeah. Next thing you know, he's gonna read the twelve. And Oswald is a funny guy. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying he's not. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm not happy. I don't mind. I don't mind being compared to a funny person. No, if they compared me to somebody who was not funny, then I'd be upset. Anyway, moving on. So, what else? This week at Bungie, Bruno is here to tell that's us it? about just the one. Yeah, that's it. That's they. Yeah. They only care about you, but Bruno oh. is here to tell us about stuff in the twelve. So last week they announced the new Festival of the Lost Armor set for voting. Uh, yeah, you could uh, call it that. Deep sight weapons obtained at the helm now have a daily rotation, which we have gone over yeah. and caused ourselves to have migraines over 
already. We've already gone over the Iron Banner reputation gains have increased, and we're happy about that. But we're unhappy that we've missed out on previous season stuff. So, yeah. Some of Bungie store rewards will expire at the end of the season. So go get them if you want them. They're there. And if you've got a cashola, you can pay for them. And um, last week, we read about the economy changes. And there were a couple of videos that I put out there for you guys to check out. Now, this week, there was a Lightfall Exotic Gear trailer. Uh, there's a reminder to go and read the Weapon Sandbox blog, which we have just read, because mm -hmm. that's all changing. Right. It's Black History Month, again, that comes around every year. The Blues are gone for real this time. There is mm. going to be some voting on the okay. next Trials maps. And there's some information, a tiny little, little bitty, bitty bit about Lightfall pre-launch download times and times that you're not going to be able to play destiny before lightfall that we can kind of go over so if you've missed it i'll try and put the lightfall trailer in here so you can watch the weapons and gear trailer as we kind of talk about it but i think the hot topic from everybody's lips is this huge exotic glaive that is a stasis glaive that's people are not happy about i think twitter was just on fire i was talking to noble this week and he was saying have you seen twitter and i was like no haven't been near it oh it, yeah it's yeah people are not happy i was actually really happy i was already putting builds together because i've been waiting for a primary glaive because there are so many energy <laughs> weapons that would pair really well with a primary glaive right oh, sweet man and then they're like oh it's a heavy i'm like Yeah. Oh, but when sorry. you see this weapon, does it not remind you of like one of those Kingdom Heart keys? Oh, it, it is absolutely a trident. It is absolutely a keyblade. Yeah. Really? You, you get is, the keyblade vibe. That is the key to the city of Neomuna. That's what we need to open the door to get inside. <laughs> Possibly. A bit a bit like the. Um, <laughs> what was the grenade launcher that's sh that shot stasis uh, uh, that we had to use for part of the quest? Salvager, Salvager Salvo, or was no, no, or is that the other one? Something else. I know which one you mean, but I don't have it in my. Salvager Salvo is a waveframe grenade launcher. No, no, it's mm -hmm. an arc. It was the first one we had that had uh, chain, chain lightning, and arc. Yes. No, no, so but we're talking Salvador about the stasis one. What's the stasis? Yeah, I know. Um, you know, we know what it looks like. We know what it does, but we don't know the name of uh, it. I'll just look at it in game. So I, I'll get you away do that. Name. I've deleted it, so mine's gone. No, I mean, it's gone too. I'm looking at collections. Yeah. Uh, Salvation's Grip. Close. Salvation's Grip. I yep. knew Sal was involved in some way. Yep. Charging this weapon increases freeze radius and amount of stasis crystals created. And that's all it does. That's all it does. It makes stasis crystals. It doesn't do any damage. It, it creates stasis <laughs> crystals on a wall for you to jump yeah. over things in PvE and PvP. And that's all it kind of did. And it makes stasis crystals so that you can shoot those crystals with a different weapon and yeah. cause damage. Or slide into them, depending. Or slide into them. But anyway, yeah. we're, we're not talking about that one. We're talking about the mega key of frozenness that we are getting, yeah. which is called the Winter Bite. It's the heavy slot exotic stasis glaive that fires a large ball of energy that locks onto nearby targets and freezes them. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I have heard a lot of people talk about the deterministic chaos, which is the machine gun. So while That's holding down the game. trigger, every fourth bullet of this void machine gun becomes a heavy projectile that weakens targets on impact. 
every fourth heavy projectile makes the target volatile on impact. See, a lot of people were talking about that. But what I'm liking the look of, and I'm not sure how it's going to work, because I'm I'm into my kind of sidearms at the moment. I'm quite looking forward to the final warning, which is... That does look good. Yo, did you see how much curve those bullets had? What? Get down. Calm yourself. Holding down the trigger of this kinetic slot strand sidearm to mark targets within range and a load of burst bullets. When hip firing, the projectiles track aggressively towards marked targets. And they do mean aggressive. Like some of these were damn near going 90 degrees. I was like, what? Now, it can't be that strong in PvP. It's gonna if, if it, uh, it's gonna no, break PvP. It absolutely can be for maybe a full season before they nerf it into oblivion. I, I wouldn't even give it a full season. It'll we, probably be well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Maybe I'm, I'm saying yeah. I'm saying like maximum. I'm yeah. saying maximum to get to the end of the season that they say they'll probably keep it strong, just like they did Stasis was super strong when it came out to go, ooh, stasis, everyone loves stasis. No, but what they might and do then is then turn it off it like they did a couple of other weapons. Like your your lightning um What's the machine gun called? Thunderlord? No. The lightful you one. You said lightning and machine gun. Thunderlord comes to mind. I'm no, sorry. I meant the lightful one. The lightful machine oh, light. gun. Oh. Um, not oh, machine uh, gun. Auto rifle. Quicksilver Storm. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, no, I mean, but I, I'm curious if, if it's gonna be again, because I mean strand is the big new thing. Are they gonna keep the strand thing strong for a season? And just go listen. Strand things are strong, or are they going to try to balance it out immediately? Because, I mean, let's be honest. When Lightfall drops, we are the public beta for Strand. Yeah, you know, it they, needs they to stay strong. It needs They've, to be ridiculously strong, just like that's what that's what I'm assuming they're going to do. They're going to give it its season again. If it's now, if yeah. it's too strong and too broken, if it's like trials, you know, the top three weapons are all this weapon. People are tri wielding it. Then uh -huh. yeah, they might they might hit it. But yeah, no, I I think it's going to be real strong. For the first season of Lightfall, and then they're going to hit it and hit it hard. Everyone's going to go, "Oh my god, oh, how could they nerf this?" It's like, are you new here? This no, is what I they just, do every single time. <laughs> I want to see more than anything else. I want to see a match of Iron Banana. We have one Superman Titan and five Strand Hunters, and I want to see. I want to see that that Titan hit that Superman slam to go towards the objective and just have a train of hunters tethered to him. <laughs> we can set this up. We can set this up. Now, have you guys seen the Geofalcon's brother, the Chachatara facade? After grappling, <laughs> this exotic helmet. It's nowhere close to his brother. What are you talking about? I'm just saying it's, it's hard to pronounce. Oh, okay. <laughs> After grappling, this exotic helmet gives extra protection as a hunter gains body armor. Only the body, head is still vulnerable, and flinch resistance. That's stupid. There's Aww. the respawn we know and love. Why not the head? That just doesn't make any sense. Because it's tiny, it doesn't matter. And you have a hood over it, so you'll That's be fine. That's what the clubs for. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, the hood the counts as, as a hitbox, though. That's why I take mine off. <laughs> I am looking forward to the Abitant Leap. When Titans use their barricade, it gives extra armor to its wielder and spawns two additional seeking projectiles that track targets aggressively and suspend them. So I yeah, was thinking... It says maybe... two, but in the video, it shows three. 
yes. does your barricade by default shoot one all the time? Obviously, but it says two additional seeking projectiles. So right. you, I'm guessing this has to be used on strand because I was thinking maybe I could equip this on like an arc subclass, send that thing out, and it does. Maybe it does. Oh boy. Yeah. No, it's this. This sounds like a a strand Kepri's horn. This, this is an offensive and, shield. This yeah, is not well, okay. Well, well, yeah, but respawn. The Kepri's horn has been in the game for a long time, and yeah. it's not really. What does that do? It sends out the the flame wave. Yeah, when you put up your when you put up your barricade, it shoots a wave of fire out. It's oh. a thing. It exists. Nobody uses it. So I'm like, I want to be excited by this. This is seeking projectiles. Yeah, but seeking and seeking, as we all know, mean very different things depending on yeah. the seekingness. And if it's the strand stuff, from what I've seen in the video, if you get caught by strand, you get suspended in the air. So you pop a shield, these seek me out, suspend me in the air, and then you kill me. That that doesn't sound okay. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's very bad especially how far they go i don't know how far they go you should be speaking to the warlocks because they have swarmers this new exotic leg armor allows warlocks to create threadlings to infest and attack enemies after destroying a tangle lots oh, of verbiage there threadlings. lots of confusing stuff mm -hmm. it, it <laughs> just sounds to me like they're throwing out knitting needles and just it, mm -hmm. everything's getting tangled up because you know what it's like if you give a cat a ball of wool and it just it just goes everywhere <laughs> this is what this says to me <laughs> it's my cat's always been a toilet paper kind of guy threadlings infestations mm -hmm. uh, tangles yeah it's just this this all sounds very exciting and i'm going so it's the strand version of this other thing we already have yes I, this glaive looks so delicate like we're gonna I break be super excited by it but I, I you know as we always say like i, I need to play with it i need to see it it, yes. it sounds exciting but i'm going yep but we have this in it, and, and that's not good so is the strand version going to be good <laughs> is it a yeah. good capri's horn or is it just another capri's horn we'll go go yep that's a thing in the game all right it is certainly in the game so you titans have another roaming super right but just uh, like your hammer, you can spin with the super. Yeah, I'm I'm the least excited. Again, maybe it'll be good. Maybe I'll be ha maybe I'll have fun as a crab. Maybe maybe being in Maryland gives me like some extra crab boost. I can put some old bay on those spikes. I don't know. But uh, I'm not excited. You're faster. About the crab. I did notice you're, you're uh, faster than, than when you're wielding the mall, right? Yeah. So it's a faster roaming super that also spins. Yeah, but still I. I'm tired of having to run at you. <laughs> or fly. Let me, let me run over to you and whack you in the face. Like, can, can we really not have? We have all this cool strand technology, and uh, it's still like we're gonna make you walk over and have giant <laughs> crab claws. Okay, really? So that was, that was your best thought. That was that was your your Titan plan. You the only hold on your solar subclass. And your frisbee from your void subclass is the only ranged super options you guys have, right? Everything else is either run at the enemy or fly towards the enemy, right? Yeah. Huh. Everything else is basically a middle school boy going, come at me, bro. 1v1 me. I'm going to beat you up. I mean, the Titans are supposed to punch um... everything anyway, so... Yeah, but like, could we take it? Can, can I have a different power fantasy? Can I have a power fantasy where I don't just punch people? Or if I do, well, they've also given you a hunter ooh, dodge. Ooh, ooh, 
I know what they should have so done. You stole our dodge. No, and, no. Listen, and on top of stealing our dodge, you're getting your exotic back, which is going to let you dodge in the air. I, I know what they should have done. I know what they should have done. What's you know, that? you know, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. in the Ryan Reynolds film, when he just pulls out those huge green um, machine guns, we should yeah. have done that. It should yes. have just, just our arms should have just transformed into that giant cool. green yeah. machine guns, and we could just mow that. everything down. Just yeah, a also, wall of bullets coming at you. Yes, a please. Bit, I, I also would have accepted uh, arms turned into large tentacles where I can pick up enemies and just like use them to batter other enemies. Or even better, throw them. Pick them up and throw them at people. I would have accepted that too. But just big crab claws I get to come and smack you with. Stab. Looks more like a stab. <laughs> Still. I, I Again, like, I want to be excited. I want it to be good. Yeah. Or I could just go play Warlock and enjoy myself <laughs> why, why why do you default to warlock are you trying to say you don't like the hunters we have a kunai with chain bro sir that's sir, pretty dope the amount of time it would take i i played one bat one match of iron banner with my hunter today the number of things that hunter has not done the string of things on the side of my screen that hunter's gonna, gonna need a year and a half to figure out what's even going on in the game sounds to me like you need to lose a bet bud <laughs> Listen, yep. my hunter's my hunter's sitting at fourteen forty something now, so you know he's above thirteen thirteen fifty. But um, it, he still needs to play Witch Queen and uh, do something for Beyond Light. So uh, yeah, no, I'm sorry, no. Like like, give me all of Stasis and maybe we'll talk about it. But like, no. Mm-mm. That's one thing I wonder about is that if when we're going to go into Lightfall, is it going to be like Beyond Light where you have to take each character through? the certain part of it to actually unlock the stasis for those characters or have mm-hmm. Bungie learned that once you go through with that. one character, is it going to be unlocked for all the other characters? I know they did it after a, a very long period of time with beyond light that you could then just go to the vendors and pick up the stasis stuff, but you still have had to have done a little bit of the beyond light stuff. Hopefully they've changed their mind, but I could see them just going, kind of going down the route of, no, you've just got to do it on all three characters. A bit like you had mm-hmm. to do with the Witch Queen with doing the no, legendary campaign. That. No, no, that is dumb. That is dumb. Yeah, what I, I see them doing I is I see them having us go through the whole encounter, right? Only to get part of our abilities, right? No, you, you know and that. then after the raid or after the dungeon, Icora is going to have the rest of our stuff that we have to buy from her. Like, no, no. why does she have our abilities for sale? It's not going to be Icora. It's going to be the Cloud Striders. It doesn't matter who. Why do they have our abilities for sale? Bro, I'm the one that figured out how to how to manipulate the psychic strands. How are you selling me this? Right? How are you selling me grenades and stuff for my for my super light based abilities? How are you selling them to me via transaction? Because she knows all about the light. The darkness she doesn't know anything about. But yeah, uh, maybe, you are right. Uh, maybe the- maybe if it was warlocks. Maybe I could I could see the warlocks going to her. Hey, how do we do okay. this, this, this? Right, that logic. Who are you going to go to? Who are you going to go to? Are you going to go to Crow and say, no, Crow, can I have some of my light subclass stuff? You know no, you're not. You're going to cry and you get need up to there. Keep the gloves above the belt, sir. Okay, we're not talking about. Wow, you know, no hunter vanguard. Wow. Yeah. So the hunters don't get stranded because you don't have a vanguard. Figure it out. <laughs> No, the hunters just figured out how to use Strand. Like, we figured out how to use every other light subclass we've ever had forever. You know? 
That was all the fact that, that, the fact that we have to buy from anybody, Ikora or anyone else for that matter. The fact that we have to buy our abilities, like what? What is this? I don't know what it is. Destiny no, we didn't have our subclass abilities from the get go. I don't want to wait till after a raid to get some. I don't no, want to wait till after a dungeon the, to get some. No, and I damn sure don't want to buy them from a vendor. Give me my abilities, dude. That is the way that it kind of works out now. With Beyond Light, we had to wait for the raid to be completed before they unlocked other... Why does it work out that way now? Why is that a thing? And the same with because, Witch Queen. Because Bungie it, says so. Because Bungie says so, yeah. But it serves no purpose. Why give us half of our abilities till after a raid? Because they because say. Because maybe they're like, hey, there are some things you can do in the raid where we would prefer it not be yeah. there for day one. Exactly. That doesn't make any sense. It does. It doesn't because you're still you're still caught by the light level uh contest mode. So even if they give us all of our abilities, we're still in contest mode, dude. That's what that's what they've said for every single raid going forward when they introduced this. They did it in this Beyond Light, they did it in Witch Queen, that you can't have the other unlocks until that's kind of gone. That until that's right. unlocked. So oh, we get a new season, but we can only use half of our abilities until First two weekend. more weeks yeah. in the season you only need a few abilities to get going you'll be fine get out of here. no i want all of my stuff it's my abilities you i've earned them half of it give them to me the weapons the weapons are changing, weapons we've are changing. yeah we we've already gone over the fact that machine guns and uh, heavy grenade launchers are getting buffs the bonus yep. damage for kinetic weapons yep. legendary yep. linear fusion rifle adjustments yep. subclass verbs for exotic weapons and some tuning to various perks Already talked about it. Already covered it. Sweeperbot here has uh, swept up all the blues. Bye bye. Oh my god! For real this time. Uh, ooh, I'm still so tilted about that. I believed Bungie the first time they said it, and then I go to my vault, and the blues pushed out fifty plus ten of some of the hardest materials to get in the freaking game: the golf balls and the shards. Freak! Oh! Right. Why, just... why are those sitting in your postmaster, not your vault? Because. You can't put them in your vault for one. For two, my character was already full. So then that the only place they can live is I wish you could put them in the vault. That'd be amazing. But you can't put them in the vault. They're either on your character or inside of your postmaster. And I had so many blues, it pushed out it pushed them out. And then after it pushed them out, it said, Your vault is full. You might want to take a look at that. Oh you Oh, I'm still so tilted about it. That's why I've been trying to run GMs all week, and I ain't seen anybody do it until like three in the morning after I'm passed out. Because I need to replenish those, man. I have two golf balls left. I had twenty. I now have two, right? And I have I have thirty seven shards when I used to have a hundred. So the other eight golf balls to keep on your character, sir. The Luckily, is not, is not the, o- the only saving grace is I did have to use some golf balls on exotics to make room for more golf balls, right? So mm-hmm. I have a few exotics that are just storing golf balls for me. But it didn't matter. I, I lost 10 and 50, right? So I'm, just, I'm, I'm so tilted about that. Because they said blues are gone. I go to my vault. It's full of blues, and they pushed out my, my exotic freaking materials, dude. So mad about that still. But well, anyway. I'm not vault, but yes. Yeah, you keep, sorry. You keep saying vault, so I just want to clarify for people: no, the blues yes. are not going to your vault. No, they're going to my postmaster because in in six three oh seven they're gone now. Bun- Bungie said, "Hey, we fixed it, except for a couple of places, and a couple of places turns out to be mm, a lot of them. Right. So they're actually gone now. To be fair, I've only played Iron Banner this week, so really, so I've only gotten um 
8,000 blowout rocket launchers and some iron banner gear. So I haven't run, you know, I haven't run strikes to get 79,000 blues to drop. So I'm assuming they're gone, but I haven't actually played anything to, to verify this. Is there even a good role for that rocket launcher? Is there a role that makes that rocket launcher actually good? I will tell you what dim has given a thumbs up to a number of them. And I have deleted all of them because I just, (laughs) I'm like, listen, I have a hot head with clown cartridge. That is my arc. Uh, do you really? launcher choice Man, and yeah. i no longer care about the rest of these so there may be a good one there may be a video out there that i even told us about that says hey here's a good one don't care do not care what, about any of them they all they all show up they all get deleted and uh yeah we never think about them ever again so is there gonna be maintenance downtime for lightfall parody there is there's gonna be some downtime maintenance for lightfall so before lightfall drops Destiny 2 will be brought offline for about 24 hours, starting at 9 a.m. Pacific on February the 27th, 2023. So if you need, you can check your local time here, and Bungie has a handy-dandy link to what time is that in my time zone. It will show you what 9 a.m. Pacific time is, and it will show you a second clock of wherever your time zone happens to be, where you're sitting right now listening to this, and it will say, hey, here's what time that is for you lovely human beings. So it's going to be down for 24 hours, starting at 9 a.m. Pacific, a.k.a. whatever time that is for you. Then a day later, it'll come back up. And Players so is reminded. the API, guys. Exactly. So you can't do build crafting. You can't be swapping. Everything's down. API, game, everything, 24 hours. And even after the game comes up, don't expect the API to be up for at least a few hours after the game comes back online. Yep. This is your time to you know catch up with all your favorite Destiny YouTubers, Destiny podcasts. This is your time to enjoy all the content about the things you should have done, have already done, or enjoy doing while you wait for Lightfall to actually be able to release and download it to your lovely console or PC for you to play. And like Respawn said, uh, once it's launched, signing queues are expected, especially during the few, first few hours and peak play times. So if you're not already following Bungie Help or Destiny 2 team on the social mediums, you should do so because that's going to be your best source of information on, hey, is the game up? Is the game down? Is it working? Is this, are we good? Are we not good? Is what I'm seeing just me or is it everyone? That's where the information's going to come from. And uh, this is your reminder yet again, wrap up everything you want to do before the season ends. It is February 4th as we record this. It'll be February 7th or 8th. Give it, you know, by the time you're getting this and hearing it. That means you will have two full weeks to prepare and then an additional week. So almost three full weeks to actually get a hold of this and actually do what you need to do in Destiny before the season ends. Because when the season ends, all the things go away. And there's some Cabal Scorpions who, who need some tough love respawn. They need the tough love. They need to go away. Bell's Forge <laughs> wants to remind you that this is the last week of Iron Banner before the new expansion. So it's your last chance to guild the Iron Lord title. They've increased the reputation gains all across the board. If you're hearing this and you're not listening to this live in the Twitch right now, you've probably already missed your chance. You, you, you probably don't know that the Iron Companion sets aren't going anywhere. You've probably already missed the fun, Frontier's Cry and the Razor's Edge Sword. But you're not going to have missed the Bite of the Fox Sniper Rifle and the Jorum's Claw Pulse Rifle. Both will have new Iron Banner perks and a new Iron Banner Origin. I'm sorry, the Iron Banner Origin trait and new perks coming next season in Iron Banner. And we will have three, count them, three Iron Banner events next season in season 20. We only had two this season. We're going to have three. 
They're not going to tell us when they are, but, you know, coming soon. At a later date, they'll tell us exactly what the game mode or modes are going to be and the exact dates of when you can expect them. It's Black History Month. Bungie celebrating Black History Month. It's back. There's things. They're doing something with Yale, and they're sponsoring Game Devs of Color Expo. All good times. If you want to support things, you can buy the Be Heard pin. It's the same pin they've sold the last couple of years. At the Bungie store, the EU store, all profits go to the Southern Poverty Law Center. Sorry, the Southern Poverty Law Front, which I assume is related to the Law Center. Who knows? Maybe it's a front. The polls are open. Respawn, are you excited? Same 14 has opened the polls? Nope. If you've opted into the Bungie marketing emails, The Fortress, Twilight Gap, and Radiant Cliffs are your three maps to choose from. These three classic maps for trials. So you can vote for a map for trials or you cannot. It's really up to you. You can also vote for spiders, which you should have already done probably twice. Now, Respawn, who are you going to call? I'm not going to either one of them. Destiny player support, of course. There's an important update. Beginning, you know, beginning January 31st, which has already happened, we got our update to remove all the rest of the blues, which will stop pushing respawn things out of the Postmaster. But this is the reminder that they would want to give us Iron Banner. You're soaking it. This is the last week of Iron Banner this season. You're in it right now. If you miss it, eh, that's it. Just, uh... February 27th is your Destiny downtime. So again, don't wait till the 28th, because that's when the season begins. Don't think, oh, I've got the 28th. It'll be good times. I'm going to take that Tuesday off work. I'm going to prepare. Nope. You have until Monday the 27th to finish everything you want to do in this game before the game goes offline and light falls upon us. And something else, I'm a little little disappointed. I'm a little hurt, Amanda. You've been sitting there holding my prime gaming rewards all this time. And now apparently my unclaimed 2022 prime gaming rewards are going to expire. They're just going to expire. You're not going to hold them for me forever. So if you like me have been um, hoarding Amazon prime gaming rewards and claiming them, you know, in prime, but not actually claiming them in destiny, you'll need to do that before lightfall drops or they're going to go away. Now it does say the 2022 ones. So I don't know if the Prime Gaming rewards I have in there are older than that, but I would say anything Amanda's holding on to, you'll probably want to. I would pick assume up if it's you, older than if that. You actually care more about likely it. to go away, but yeah, they may be gone already. <laughs> you know, I have no idea how old she's been, how long she's been holding stuff for. It, it, it's a mystery. It's not your vault, bro. She absolutely is. That's hey, if, if you're gonna give me, if you're gonna give me a duplicate exotic weapon, I am absolutely gonna have her dutifully hold it. I've picked up the ships and the sparrows and, you know, deleted them for, you know, materials and stuff. But you know, the exotic weapons, I'm just, I'm just slowly letting her level those up for me. They're just slowly increasing level season over season. That's her job. I mean, what else, what else is Amanda Holiday to do? I mean, she's, she's fixing ships. She's fixing sparrows. She she's know? designing like, was, other guns. When was the last time you went to her for anything? When was the last time you were like, Amanda, my ship's in bad shape. I need you to fix it up for me. Listen, she, she is there to hold my weapons for me. And oh wow, there's there's a lot of weapons in there. Well, hey, I've got there's 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 like a dozen weapons sitting there. Okay, so I will be visiting Amanda Holiday to sort out my uh, fancy collection of exotics that are sitting here before they expire the 28th of February 2023 and lightfall drops. So yeah, don't don't be like me and and leave them there and forget them. Also, if you're hearing this 
Or if you remember, Iron Banner exists. And even if you didn't play this week, but you played the last Iron Banner week, you should probably go collect your engrams. Because Night Demon would, would unfortunately be the one to, to actually know whether they'll be around or not. Um, I'm assuming they're going to go away by the end of the season. Night Demon may be screaming at me from afar going, no, no, you fool. Or he may enter this out and go, that's not what's going to happen. They'll be there. You're fine. But if you're trying to get the Iron Banner gear, particularly the Frontier's Cry, Hand Cannon, and the Sword, pick those up. You know, Use your, use your engrams to pick those up because they are going away and leaving the game. And we have some known issues. This has just been long and rambly, but um, Respawn, we made it. Mark it. February 4th, 12, 11pm. Redacted. We made it this far without seeing the word redacted. <laughs> we made it up until this moment. But the redacted quest cannot be picked up if a player's bounty inventory is full. Players will need to make room in order to pick up the redacted quest. Oh, so no bounty so hoarding? We were so close. Well, well, I mean, you can hoard the bounties. You're just going to have to, you know, turn in one or two to make room for the new quest. Uh-huh. Some, some season of the Sarah Farmer may display the message, unlock this item in collections to purchase when viewing this, the seasonal vendor screen. If you mm-hmm. see this message, you may still need to earn the armor elsewhere before purchasing the additional one from the vendor. Gotta have a drop before you can buy more of them. Pull the slot machine. Hope RNG loves you. The take a seat emote displays a dark outline on players when activated. The forged in gray emblem does not display its, its name when hovered over in player inventories. At the end of the Operation Sankus mission, the game does not indicate that Rasputin is the one speaking. It's a mystery. Some some robot speaking to you. You'll never know who. Yeah, it's some other Russian robot. Yeah, you know, one of many. <laughs> On the Europa map for Heist Battlegrounds, the Cryptolith Towers may appear to reactivate after they are deactivated. This is a visual issue and does not affect gameplay. And on the Mars map for the Heist Battlegrounds, when a player's ghost is hacking, viewing the director will incorrectly show two objectives in the map. So, yeah, those are the issues they're telling about. There's going to be no more known issues as we get closer to Lightfall. Oh, boy, will there ever. And then with that, we have some lovely videos. We have some lovely artwork. You know, good times. Warlocks hanging out. More Warlocks. Really, it's all about Warlocks this week in artwork. Um... But there are only That's a few hundred in there. Keep going down. That's a hundred. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. There's only a few twops left before Lifefall drops. So uh, don't worry because it's certainly coming. Keep an eye on Bungie.net and the official social mediums to get all the new updates. And remember, Destiny 2 team. Follow those accounts on Reddit, Twitter, and Bungie.net. I don't know where that Bungie.net account is posting, but follow that one too. Because <laughs> you know, instead of following the individual community managers, they are tweeting and posting from those official accounts now. So if you're trying to figure out what's going on, follow those and follow Bungie Help on Twitter. Bungie Help, all one word. That'll tell you if your game is up, down, broken, and, you know, what errors are happening. So there's still time to do the things you're trying to do. And uh, Bruno says hasta luego. And that is at la vista. the end of our twop. <laughs> and there's a little kitty in the end. A kitty! How does he... Oh. Yeah, the gotta click, click the magic link to get to the kitty cat. Yeah. yeah. Well, so we have a very, started. I think, a very short respawn report roundup. I think Nadima may have come oh, the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a record. All right. Boop. So the Lightfall raid will launch on Friday, March tenth. 
2023 at 9 a.m. PST. So you're out your own time zone. I'm not going to tell you. Contest mode on the Lightfall raid will be active for 48 hours. Not 24. 48, guys. Ending on Sunday, March 12, 2023 at 10 a.m. PDT. That is Pacific Daylight Time. They're trying to screw with you. The first one's PST. The second one is PDT. Pay attention. Mm, tricky. We're extending contest mode an additional day to allow teams pursuing the emblem more chances to take breaks, as well as allow anyone who has commitments on Friday to still have time to participate. More details will be available in a future TWAB, and that is all she wrote. And the rest of Twitter is people moaning about how we don't like this for one reason or another. Way. So, tips, tricks, guides, and builds this week. I have a few videos for you to check out. We have Time Sausage Gaming Channel has done the Lightfall is coming. Make sure you have maximum resources. Now, there's a lot of kind of farming methods of how to get your glimmer, how to get your shards, your golf balls and things like that. So check out the video because it's really, really informative and well worth the watch. As across this week did a breakdown of the dev interview from firing. Is it fire? Is it fire team? No, it's not fire team chat. Shall we always get wrong? Firing line, firing, firing range. Yeah, he yeah, did the, that's the one. The, he's done a, a 10 minute video on the interview that Mercules did on firing range this week. And I only watched that because I wasn't able to watch the full thing earlier today because they've only just released it this morning on podcast form. So I'll include the podcast as well as as across his 10 minute breakdown of that because he kind of highlights the, the main points of that going over some of the questions from the weapon tuning that they released. So that was in interesting. As I'm kind of going on about the sidearms, two videos this week from Cool Guy going over two sidearms. Uh, one's going to be a bit hard for me to get, but I'll try. It's doing the uh, the dungeon and getting the sidearm from that. It's called Liminal Vigil. Have you guys seen this one? Oh, yeah. It's an unexpected must-have beast in PvP, and he sold it to me. It's definitely one I'm going to have to try and go and get. And an old one he's done on the High, high Albindo. Al I have no idea what you're trying to say. <laughs> called the High Albendo. It's the one that we used, that you could get from Beyond Light. So it's one that you can purchase from Varix from doing those bounties. It's the sidearm. I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah the high, high acerbo, high or something. Yeah, yeah, that one. That one. Again, it's another really good one in PvP. So there's those two that I've, I thought were really good for anybody that is... I mean, I know they've just had a little bit of a nerf, but they are still doing really, really well. And Fallout Place has got you covered, not necessarily now. I mean, maybe now if you're listening to the stream, but maybe not, you know, for this iron banner anyway uh, how to break a titan bubble without supers goes over quite a few ways to kind of destroy a titan bubble i mean respawns mentioned one of them but you know there you go yeah, yeah. Remember ways to get in there you said right. without supers yes without yep. supers and one bonus with super because it takes the same charge time as the bubble which is pretty quick <laughs> i know titan one of the ways that I never see Titans actually do this, but it, it, it's a really good way to do it. Titans can shoulder charge a Titan out of a bubble. Oh, yeah. It has uh, been done. Sir, that happens all the time. Yeah. If Doesn't... you're not seeing it, you're not looking. 
Uh, not I'm, uh, I guess we're not looking. Oh, All right. Fair enough. enough. Now, one that you put in this week that I saw in the chat that I'd also watched the previous week, but I didn't have a chance to fully watch it because it's a half an hour video or 37 minutes long. So definitely not Deacon approved is the infinite one shot crafted tripwire canary bow that Legolas flash has done yep. going over the perks for that. It's really good video. Um, have you watched all of it? I did. I did not think that bow could do that much damage in PVP. It definitely looks better on a Titan. Because what you want to look for is a swashbuckler version, and you can you can craft it with enhanced swashbuckler. So yeah, that's, yeah. although I think he was using it on a warlock, and um, yeah, yeah and, it and a... also what class can go radiant the easiest? A hunter, I just have to throw him. I throw a melee, right? And I'm radiant. I don't know about you guys. How do you go radiant? I can't remember. Guess Lorelei on a wall, but I don't remember because <laughs> anyway, again, we're we're all about void these days. Who's yeah. solars? So check out the Legolas Flash video on the crafted Tripwire Canary because it is definitely worth getting if you can craft it. Again, we've gone over the crafting issues, but if you can get it, try and get it and craft it. Yeah, uh, I know this was in our chat from Donnie this week who posted the four mysterious emblem codes, but she's ever has a video on the codes. If you are missing out on the codes that are going to be released for Lightfall because they came with the collector's edition, I'll put that video in so you can input the codes on bungie.net and then when Lightfall releases, you get the emblems. Uh, Paid to be famous this week did a Hung Jura SR4 Adept God Roll Guide for PvP. Now, this isn't one that I thought for PvP, but he's definitely sold it to me on a Warlock with that. I can't remember the name of the chess piece that is um, enhances your kinetic weapons. It gives them the... Um, the so, elemental effect, yeah, yeah. So, solar uh, explosions, the chromatic fire. That's the one. The chromatic fire chess piece for the warlocks with a hung jura with explosive payload. So you're getting double the amount of explosions on there. Really good um, video to check out. Yep. Oh, that's fun. Uh, yeah. True Vanguard has how to grow your game sense fast in Destiny 2. Now, this is one that kind of comes up every now and then, and it's one I like to kind of throw in there. I mean, this is a new video from him, but I think he's on the same kind of wavelength as when you've played Destiny for so long, you do forget a lot of things that go on in PvP of your, your game sense. It's not just all about your radar. You know, Bungie do tune it so that you can hear footsteps, you can hear weapons. There is a lot more to it than just that radar up in that top corner and you being aware of like where your players are on the map. So go and check out True Vanguard's video because that is worth a watch. We also have Froggy, uh, 618157725, who's got another one of his cool Out of Bounds videos on the Spire of the Watcher boss room. So if you want to go... Oh, jeez, when Shrani comes out, this dude's going to be in heaven. He is. So <laughs> go and check out froggy's video because it is a, it's a good one to see how to get out of bounds in that map if you're into that kind of stuff and then finally our friend sweaty spooks games has a solo trials titan build on the eternity map but because trials is coming back next week with i think it's freelance so you can have a look at his video of how he's put his titan together for playing solo in trials and see if you can get anywhere worth a watch and Spooks is a very good guy, so check out his video. Very good. We're forgetting to thank our Patreons. Oh, yeah, that's because that's where we're going next. <laughs> all, of our, all of our lovely human beings who who enjoy our show and, and are like, you know what? We appreciate that you cannot threaten Zeppelin with a good time. We really appreciate that about him. The, the T-Rex King, 
who is secretly Arnold Schwarzenegger and loves a good shadow shot. Cover that man in shadow shots. It really makes him happy. <laughs> joined by Dedicated Wham 64, Star of Voyager, the Scarlet Cam. They are our, our otter dance troupe. To the most phenomenal dancers you've ever seen in your lives. Basically, basically NACL, basically Salt, Carver 2782, Golden God 1562, Wee Noble, and Zombie Pomps. They're throwing grenades. And let me tell you, they can throw some serious grenades. You have never seen grenades raining down on that capture point. Lord Master Chaos, Dim Wee, which I now know how to pronounce. And it's now in my brain as Dim Wee, as well as PB Pipe, are all approved by Deacon. They no longer have to seek our approval. They're all approved. It's phenomenal. So if you too enjoy our show and say, you know, I have some money. You should have some money. Everyone loves money. Patreon.com slash TTAH. We appreciate you. Get to, get you into our fancy Discord and our, our fancy little Discord channel where we talk and, uh, you know, plot, plan, and scheme about things. Uh, again, one of these days, once the world slows down a little bit, we will be doing more for you lovely human beings. But know that we appreciate you. Know that we love you. And, uh, yeah. And speaking of which, actually, um, Golden God did ask me to respawn. How's your how's your contest going? Is that is that going going well? It's not going anywhere. Nobody's submitting anything, guys. I mean, it's four hundred dollars up for grabs, and nobody's submitting anything. I haven't seen a single lyric. I've seen no music. I've seen nothing. I don't know what's going on. I guess people just don't want money. So I mean, so that's fine. You, you know you why? Remind, can you remind the people because it's been um some number a of while. Weeks. <laughs> since, since you've mentioned yep. the, the contest, sure. contest what, mode, what's the TLDR for the people? TLDR, go to the YouTube, follow YouTube, right? Go to the Discord, follow the, not the Discord, go to the Twitch, follow the Twitch. After you've done that, submit to our Discord. We have a we have a box that says contest submissions. Submit to that what you think the lyrics to our opening intro should be. We have music, but we have no lyrics. That's all you got to do. Provide lyrics. It could be lyrics about me. It could be lyrics about all of us. It could be lyrics about none of us, just about destiny in general. But what do you think our show needs for lyrics? That's all it is. You can also submit your own music if you want to. I am open to whatever, man. Whatever you, if you want, if you want to reply your own music, if you want to reply, if you want to sing it to us, that's cool too. Even, even, bonus points there but yeah it's just what the lyrics to our show should be and we've we got this was a good song oh yeah yeah and i've had i've had a bunch of feedback asking can i do this can i do this can i do this absolutely yes but i've not seen any results from these <laughs> questions so come on guys submit 400 dollars up for grabs and nobody is attempting to get it Maybe you guys just don't like money. Maybe the economy hit others worse than you guys did. I don't know. But uh, it's just hanging out. My wife's like, can I have it? I'm like, no. She's like, can I have it now? I'm like, no. She's like, what about now? I'm like, no. So she's going to take it one day, guys, if you don't. So hurry up. Submit those lyrics. Glorious. Wonderful. Phenomenal. So there you go. Gold God, there is your update. And I think this is where I tell the good people. Thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody in Night Demon. Your Hunter is no one response in real life. Our lore scribe somewhere out there hunting for Kate is not ARF. You can email the show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. We're on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and everywhere as two titans and a hunter. You can find our show wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on YouTube for each new episode, each week, weekly update video, and recaps of the live streams, which you can also watch the streams live if you enjoy that kind of thing. 
And that's Two Titans and a Hunter on YouTube, which is also where you can follow us, where we spawn alluded to earlier. If you want to join our Otter Dance Troop, threaten us with a good time, throw more grenades, or just know that Deacon approves of you, patreon.com slash T-T-A-H. If you're looking for more, more casual encounter, you can buy us a coffee, ko-fi.com slash Two Titans and a Hunter. That's also where you can say, hey, I want to see Respawn play some PvP. I'm going to toss, no. some, toss some money your way, and, and you can make a Respawn and go into PvP or uh, solo a dungeon or, you know, just something, something fun, something spicy, whatever you, what you want to think of. And if you enjoy the thrill of live action, listening to us stumble over our words and desperately, desperately trying to read words, sometimes the Bungie writes correctly, sometimes not so much. You can enjoy this show live at twitch.tv slash no one respawns in real life. And that's N-O number one respawns in real life. All one word for the rest of it. Or just check the show notes. If you're hearing this, you can see the show notes. Check the show notes. It's in there somewhere. I promise. Maybe I don't promise. Maybe I should double check. It's probably in there. <laughs> You'll figure it out. I believe in right. you. You'll see how response name is spelled. You can find them. I believe right. in you. If you want to keep it more family friendly, like a proper British gentleman should, you can head over to twitch.tv slash two titans and a hunter. Again, all one word. Respawn usually streams at, uh, you know, when he streams, twitch.tv slash no one responds in real life. Thursdays and Saturdays. Yeah, I I believe he has a schedule up now, so you could could actually follow him and know what what you're going to get and when. Mm -hmm. And Night Demon usually streams wee hours of the morning for us here in the U.S. If you're on the U.S. East Coast, that's 5 to 9 a.m. If you're in jolly old England land, it's 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. UTC and other time zones are, you know, different times. So, again, if you're interested in, you know, hanging out, playing along, following along, follow us on those places at Twitch. And if not, don't. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But what I am going to tell Respawn is uh, I think it's the end of our show. So unless you yep. have any party words for the people, we should, we should bid them adieu until uh, until next week. Blue says. No more blues. Enjoy it. Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. I always feel like when he leaves that there's something like big we're forgetting, there's something we're forgetting to tell the people or some some big gap we're leaving out, but I don't think there is. I think we're good. <laughs> now I'm going to need to see where did he put the robots? There they are. The Sudania.